The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome to it. Thank you for downloading or listening to on your device our program. We want to thank all of the sponsors who help pay for this party. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection at 2043 East 3300 South opens seven days a week for you heathens. Holds are free, and for your hold, you get a 10% discount off purchases over $20. Also open seven days a week and open way late. The Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive, Classic Arcade Video and Pinball at Classic Prices. And Cabin Fever, downtown Salt Lake City on 700 East 600 South in the heart of Trolley Square Mall. All the gifts for yourself or the freak, meek, geek in your life. And remember to let all of our sponsors know who you are. Be sure to tell them, Geek Show says hey. And now, it has been a while. I'm not going to lie, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> is, is bear on bear action okay? Three wolves. Three. Immediately, it was like open season on this nerd, you know? Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! I got a family kicked out of this movie one time. Oh, don't worry about him. He's retarded. It's okay. There. Look at Jeff over there. He's shaking. Did that happen? That it did, did happen in the comics. <laughs> did you buy something in a crinkly bag? I just don't like really good movies. I, I haven't love seen that, that one. movie, though. Geekshowpodcast.com We are not in the basement. Oh, God. Yeah. And we are so drunk. I'm so sorry you missed the in-between show, guys. We did an in-between show no, but, we, uh, that I that I in my head am calling the twin sons moment. But uh, that was, was an good. amazing analogy. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll bring it back. We we'll it. I will say I was the one going. Let's record this, <laughs> guys. Shut up. Let's record this. Yeah, he well, was talking you... to a coat hanger. <laughs> it was weird. So we're in Jimmy's meth lab, uh, drinking vodka <laughs> shots. <laughs> it went from your workspace to a meth lab. In three. Look, <laughs> big movie's doing great. It is. I'm but glad. I make so much more money yeah. by making meth. With the meth. <laughs> it's nice, isn't it? It's like Breaking Bad Season 11. It's great. It's really good in here. You uh, we're, fucking asshole. We're in, uh, we're in Jimmy's uh, workspace where he, uh, where he films Big Movie Mouth Off. And makes meth. <laughs> I'm Actually, about to kick you out of the fucking meth streets. No, the analogy, <laughs> let me change that analogy, though, is this is where Jimmy makes magic. Because, yes. I mean, I mean, what? yes, my meth is called magic. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be probably given a lot of shit by this, but I, I look at where all of our individual paths have come. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and here we're it comes. All, we're all, we're all really on some amazing paths right now. I'm so fucking. Proud <laughs> I, of you. I'm not. You are though. You are. I mean, we'll we'll talk about changing lives and and forging the future. But Jimmy, I'm really fucking proud of you. So thank you. I enjoy. Oh, your, we're all proud as fuck about you. I enjoy you'll, your. You'll be ma- more proud of me because stay until the end of this episode because you're going to hear some interviews from when I met from the Jimmy, age of Ultron. Junkets. When I met Jimmy, he was the quiet guy hiding behind his wife at Craft Lake City seven years ago. Really? I, yeah. Have you met my wife? Well, she's a fucking wildcat. You couldn't get she's a, word a goddamn in force of nature. Yeah. No, because Rachel and I were doing Grimleys, and and she walks up. Cat walks up. She's like. <laughs> All right, that went on for six minutes. And Jerry's this quiet little guy behind him, and now he's the dude that Marvel calls up to say, "Hey, come to LA and review our movie." Uh, here's a here's a fun story about Cat Martin. She and I stayed up till four o'clock in the morning. Oh God, that must talking be last night, and she's like, "Well, after and she's, and no, she's like, drink more tea." Drink martini. Oh, she showed like, me all the K cups that she gave <laughs> for the fucking Keurig. Drink, is this right? your new uh, sign like, off? Drink martini, dr- and it's the only reason I have a fucking voice. Uh. God bless Cat Martin. 
No, I I love my wife. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. Like you know, she she is the greatest. Although I have yeah. to admit, after the the first time that I met her. My first question was, does she have an indoor voice? That was my- <laughs> No. No, she doesn't. I, you know what? I, and I neither, love it. I love it do I. She don't, right. and I the love wedding it. vows were fucking insane. <laughs> I, were, you I love started, you! Ah, fuck you! And you were like, stop were, doing cartwheels! Our reaction was, we need with the blonde with the boobs to come back. Because we made a shitload of money while she was there. Because she was like... <laughs> People Stop are, talking about my wife's tits. It's rude. Well, oh. no, this is, that's, <laughs> I'm totally fucking with you. That, that's that's how we that's how we uh, that's how we objectified her before we knew her name. <laughs> um, but while she was there screaming about Grimley's, we were selling Grimley's hand over fist because people were like, "Oh my god, this crazy loud blonde is loving these things." <laughs> and I'm like, "I need to buy a thousand of them." And so we we're selling. And then she left, and we stopped selling. I, and then she came back like an hour later, and yeah. we're just handing us money again. We're like, "We we need her." To stand and high kick in front of her. Uh, I'll be day. honest. Like, uh, I, I, I have a love-hate relationship with the Time Hop app because it, it makes you sad about things and whatnot. You know, yeah. I'm not going to get into the sad parts. But, Memories. you know, um, I, I look at where my career was. <laughs> I, I look at where my career was five years ago. And you say, like, Marvel's like, yeah. you know, we're going to invite nine people in the country to come do this shit. And yeah. I, I get fucking humbled. I do. Yeah. And it's fucking weird. Well, I look at my time hop app, and Frisch was in a bank five years ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fucking weird. And uh, but I, but I, I, there was just one the other day that uh, it was a picture of cat at that fucking craft lake. Yep. And I was like, oh my god, like you know, I didn't know Lee at that time. No, mm-hmm. no, this is before you even got involved in Geek Show. Yeah. And it was funny because I knew you from Craft Lake. I didn't, I knew you through your wife. Yeah. Because when when Cat walked up to the booth and we we're like she she was there for fifteen minutes and she must have touched every, we had probably seven hundred Grimleys in front of us mm-hmm. and she touched she every one of them. them and she was yelling and she was so enthusiastic and like I said and it was she like she's probably like high kicking and going I'm gonna buy all these fucking it was things. like all three fairies from Sleeping Beauty showed up at the same time right? and <laughs> they formed and like like yeah like a transformer and they're like, into Princess one. Aurora we have granted you the magic of great sales while I'm here. And then she left, and we're like, "Oh my god, that woman was amazing!" Uh, I who, who, who the fuck was, was that? What was that? Yeah, and then she came back with you, and we're like, "I imagine that guy probably spends a lot of time being quiet." Well, 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 it's funny, <laughs> but as, he doesn't. As, no, we're, we're we're three weeks away for now. But as we record this, Cat um, was just on KUTV Two News this morning on, yeah. on, on Saturday morning mm-hmm. to promote Cat's cleaning because I was like, "Hey, if you guys want to do like a spring cleaning segment, you can come in here and do that." And one of the one of the heads up who are you know he he called me up he's like so are you going to be in the segment I go oh no oh no, no. Go, you don't you, need me you, right you, you most likely have not met my wife she's a wildcat <laughs> and she can handle it just fine on her own she is a category five hurricane of awesomeness so my daughter I I, I look at this this because uh, it's important to me that my daughter grows up strong right that my daughter grows up not being fucking shit on by our horrible society mm-hmm. and when I look at at, at my my little girl and I see her idolizing cat I go you're choosing that's your the idols way to go well. you're well, choosing your idols well and I've said this before the Martins are living the new American dream right you guys don't Drive really work before you but you still pay your fucking bills <laughs> <laughs> it's like so awesome well, I I do have to I I got to counter because no it, but no you, you, you work you, you work said that f- to us before and cat got mad right like oh she got mad at you she was like. I worked my ass oh, off. No, yeah. And that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, clock. You guys worked your ass off. To get where, what we've To where done. you are. And, right? and, and, and yeah. she's worked her ass off. Right. And, and, you know, I, and I, I, did, I did something, right. whatever. No, but. I respect <laughs> the shit out of it. 
I'm not discounting it at fucking all. <laughs> I'm like, shit. Sure. I need to figure out how to do that. But guys, you know? there's there's some truth to that though. Is that in in the I'm going to get political again, but in this in this hyper... I'm not industri- voting for Ross Perot. Leave no, me alone. In this, in this, in this hyper... In this hyper Carrie's going to take a nap. In this hyper-corporate era that we're living in right now where you basically punch a clock or you die, yeah. if you can forge your own path, if you can basically say, you know what, this is this is my 40 acres and a mule, um, I'm going to make this work and fuck all of y'all if but, you don't like it. But that's that, what... I mean, like, I respect, you know, like... Lee, I mean, like you've got this fucking. We said in the last episode, a vegan restaurant in Salt Lake City. Yeah, you're not sitting there fucking baking baked beans in a fucking barrel fire. You're doing. <laughs> you're doing well. You're good. <laughs> See my new barrel fire. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like I got a roof over my fucking head. No, that right? that is your fucking steak. I mean, you made it, man. It is. And I don't give a shit. Again, and back to a couple weeks ago when Jackie was here. I don't give a fuck about making millions. Don't no. give a shit. No. I'd rather live my life, be fucking happy, talk about Russell Crowe throwing cell phones, <laughs> and then die. But it's and on. If that's how I do it. Then fuck it, I'm out. Because it's on your terms. <laughs> I'll do life on my terms. Because if I do life on the terms of a time clock, I'm fucking done. And I only know that because I've been self-employed for three years now. Self-employed for three years, but for a few months, I had to get a side job. Yeah. I had to go work for a Fortune 500 company. And you know what that was like? I was like getting punched in the dick every morning at 8 o'clock when I punched it. like a in. cheese grater on your balls. Yeah. Which um, leads us to the topic. <laughs> yes. Wait, hold on. I have something I want to say. Um, <laughs> wait. Wait, wait <laughs> before the cheese grater. What topic. a surprise. <laughs> no. It, here's the thing. Is I measure, at this point in my life, I measure my life by the company I keep right and i'm sorry i got the fucking best fucking friends on the planet i really do right some of them are gone but like it's true right like like i'm sorry i'm sorry your friends suck because (laughs) my friends fucking rule right my my best friends are carrie jackson jimmy martin Lee George Cade, his horde of kids. What's that black guy's name again? <laughs> Jay. Jay Whitaker. Oh, okay. oh my Jay god! Oh. But like seriously, he, I haven't seen him in a while. I don't and know, I'm sorry, I I, like because yeah. he's playing the fucking comedy club. Right, he fucking killed it. Right, yeah. and like, um, my girl. Mm-hmm. She Tilly. Yeah, Tilly. Your, your girl. Tilly. I like seriously, <laughs> my girl Tilly. Fuck it, she's the most adorable pit bull on the fucking planet, right? And um. But, you and know, that girl you're seeing is not too bad either. Yeah, yeah she's no, all right. I, no, <laughs> I love my girl Heidi, right? Because she did that little hoppy thing, and I love it that you recognize that. Because I was just like, when she did it, oh, like, we were I lost that. She, she came, she came, kind of side skipping back up to the table. And I was like, that's adorable. And not only is that adorable, but you're like, I can see, I can see the tension in Shannon just kind of slipping away as she's side skipping up to the table. I'm like, all right, he needs that. I mean, she's <laughs> as good. And as you're listening, to that that was a month ago. Yeah. Well, in your time. <laughs> but on, Gala- time. on Gallifrey, but we see time like, Honestly, I'm a lucky dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I really am. I've had a lot of bad shit happen. Yes, you have. But I'm a lucky motherfucker because I've got you guys and I've got the listeners of this fucking podcast. Which gets us to the topic. Oh, oh, oh good. look how we did that. He just slipped it right in there. The twin sons moment ah. is what I'm calling it. 
We all had to start somewhere to get to where we are now. The Twin Sons moment. I want to talk about your Twin Sons moment like we were earlier. Okay. Okay. Uh, my Twin Sons moment. And it breaks my heart to tell this story. Uh, my, my brother is, uh, we, do, we don't agree on anything. We don't get along at all. You have a brother? I have an older brother. Really? Yes. We, we, we uh, not close, not close. Uh, but he is at the time, I'm 12, I guess. We did the math. Yeah, Star Wars. He's dating uh, the, the, the woman he's still married to, Paula. Mm-hmm. And they come home excited as hell one night. It was like eight o'clock or something. Carrie, put your pants on. <laughs> how many Which times have I heard so that? So many conversations. So many stories. Carrie, put your pants on. I was in my pajamas. So yeah. like Carrie, put your pants on. What kind of pajamas? I'm sure they were cowboys or something. I don't know. Star Trek? I wish. No, they didn't have any. They did. I had to make my own. <laughs> not, not in Utah County. Not in Utah County, son. Uh, so there's like, you've got to, we know you love Star Trek. We're, we, you've got to see this thing. We just saw it, and we're going back, and you've got to come and see this. We know you love Star Trek. You're going to fucking love this. You're going to love this. Mm-hmm. And so they take me to Star Wars. And I, you know, there's, we, everyone talks about the ship coming over the first time they see it yeah. in the theater. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and it is life-changing, life-changing. Twin Suns moment. I am Luke Skywalker. Well, because you grew up on a farm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So and his, you, and his you mom that... made blue milk for some reason. No, no, no. no, no, no. Seriously, though, I mean, I, I can relate completely because you grew up on a farm and you're like, wait a second, I have something more in my life than this. I hate it. I want to go there. Did you I want to go, go to the did, academy. Did you ever yes. go to your backyard and stand on a haystack and just look at like the Wells Fargo Tower? Like, you know, <laughs> No, there was no Wells was Fargo no Tower. <laughs> you talking no, about. there was another haystack. <laughs> <laughs> as far as the eye could see. Sometimes he'd drive to Scipio for another haystack. So for me, that's the Twin Suns moment that made me in my life, not in my fandom, in my life, make me go, I want to go to there. I want to go to the academy. I want to go to the academy. I want to travel. I want to go do all that shit. I want to see what Big saw. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I yeah. want to see what Big saw. Mm-hmm. And it breaks my heart because my, my, the rest of my family, I don't think they had that moment because they're... And they're happy. Don't Contempt. get me wrong. They're happy as hell. Sure. They're I, thrilled. They're having children and more to, children, and they're, they're happy. And that, I understand what you're saying. They're having a great time. I'm, you know? having, I'm having that same moment with my kid where yeah. I'm like, you should want more. Exactly. <laughs> and and, and, I, and, I, and I, I see them, and they are happy. They're all having children, and, and you know, everyone, might, everyone's thrilled. That might but be their twin sons. Maybe moment. that is. That, but, that might be their lowered expectations of but that. But I always say to everyone who... If they ask me for advice, my first bit of advice is see the world. Yeah. yeah. You know? See the world because you're going to find out that everybody, no matter what the politicians have told you, everybody is the same. And it was, it was Russia that was my big discovery of this. Mm. Plain and simple, we're all the same. We all want the same thing. A right. place to stay, enough to eat, and somewhere, placed, somewhere safe to hang out, you yeah. know? That's what we all want, regardless of what everyone tells you. Religious leaders or politicians, we all want the same thing. It might Don't be a religious well, place to And buy. I will say, Carrie yeah. Jackson, I envy your life. Like, you bought me, like, uh, well, I was like 16, and you bought me a, a T-shirt <laughs> from the Sewers of Paris. Sewers of Paris. Right. Oh, God, that was a treasure for you. I remember you wearing that. 
I had nope. to get because his nickname was Shannon the Amazing Sewer Boy. So I had to <laughs> I had to get him a t-shirt or it, something from the sewers of Paris. I had to explore this fucking world to the bitter end because mm-hmm. I mean for me, I I had never been to I Quote me if I'm wrong. Is London considered Europe? Yes. Of course. Okay, so I just, <laughs> yeah. just saying. I, I don't know. No, you've, been, you've been to the westernmost tip of Europe. <laughs> right. No, you've been to London. So, yeah, one, of my, was, one of my favorite cities. Oh, and that city's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was there, and, you know, for the, the, the Hobbit Junket, and I'm, I'm exploring, I'm walking, just fuck it. It was fantastic. And then, like, for just shits and giggles... I, I uh, Kat and I are, uh, was it Facebook messaging and FaceTime because because I don't have a fucking roaming plan for my cell phone so goddamn and so uh, <laughs> and so I was like um I could go to Paris for I think it was like three hundred bucks mm-hmm. you know on the channel oh yeah shoot out there shoot back I'd be good yeah. but Kat goes and I and I love her by the way it. I'm never getting on anything called. The channel. Channel. The channel would frighten the shit out of you because it goes under, not the water, but under the ground that is under the water. Yeah. Actually, that would scare me. I just don't like the words. Take, uh, take, the, take the hovercraft. It's better. Okay. Is there right. a hovercraft? There is a hovercraft that leaves from, uh, from the uh, uh, cliffs of Dover uh, to, uh, to France. So you can take the hovercraft that way. How, long, is that, how long does that take? It's longer. L- but listen it's, to this. I don't got time. I'm on a junket. <laughs> <laughs> the channel. I would take the channel. It's minutes. Well, I was going to do it. And, uh, you know, again, I've never been to London before. And I was like, I, should I go to Paris? Just to go, go see it. You know, just to say I saw the fucking Eiffel Tower. Only to see the underpants. And mm-hmm. she immediately goes, well, you, you could. But you haven't, haven't really seen, seen London, London yet. Right? Yeah, <laughs> what do you, you toss it aside London all of you a know, sudden? Yeah, right. I, you know I what, felt bad. So you I was know like, what that mentality is called? What? Ready, fi- or ready aim, fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah or, no, I'm sorry. Ready, fire, aim. Ready, well, fire, you know, aim. I don't know when I'm going to... You know, I, I, the, the wave I'm riding right now, it's great. And I love everybody for helping me to do it. But I don't want to crash to the shore. <laughs> so I don't want to go to fucking London again. So I'm like, eh, what's going to happen again? Uh, you know... It's just like no, go fucking explore London, and I did, and I saw a lot of cool shit. I and I thank her for it, and then, but my favorite thing was that I saw the Book of Mormon in London. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I flew what twelve hours. He's sitting in the audience of the Book of Mormon, <laughs> pointing, going, "I'm from there." I'm no, from no, there. it was I'm a crazy there. experience. I'm from Salt Lake. It was one of the funniest shit in my life because I was sitting there laughing, and they dropped this fucking and you because you've seen it, Carrie. Uh, yeah. What New York is that? We saw it. Yeah. Okay, and they dropped this fucking backdrop, and it's the fucking uh, Mormon t- t- temple. You got the Mormon temple, you got the Crown Burger, you got the KFC. Yeah. You, you know, the Harmons, I, I should they say. They dropped it down. I go, that's my backyard. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, I, that's my, like, I flew 12 hours to see my goddamn backyard. <laughs> it was funny as shit, Something too. Something very zen about that. It was great. I loved it. And uh, But again, explore the fucking world, but take your time when you do it, because... You don't get too excited. But, right. but from, <laughs> I, I kind of have a, a completely different aspect on that. I, mean, I haven't seen much of the world. I, I've seen most of the Western United States. But see, I was just going to make that point. Your yeah. twin son's moment may not be travel. It may not be uh, the, way it, the way it affected me. Your twin son's moment, and it may not even be in Star Wars, your twin son's moment happens when you realize you want to do this well, I'll, to I'll, change your well, life. I will, I will give you two. I'll give you two, and they're very okay. solid. I mean, I, I'm I'm very Romani by my by my uh, life's expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, when life becomes dull, I don't want it anymore. I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's like I tell my kids when we get in the car, and they're always like, "Where are we going?" I was like, "We're going that way." And there's <laughs> there's up, a reason there. why we go that way because we don't know what's over there. It's that whole second star from the right. 
mentality. Mm-hmm. You go there to see what's there. There's a reason why I walked here to this recording because I hadn't done it before. Mm-hmm. When I when I ride my bicycle around, it's because uh, I I want to see what it's like to go as fast as I possibly can by my own power, and see what that street looks like really fast. So there's there's a whole bunch of different things. I, I want to live an adventure in, in everything. So when I look at the future, I don't know where I'm going to be in two years because it could be this restaurant that I find incredibly fulfilling and I find the mission behind it ex- just extraordinary and mm-hmm. staggering. And when and it reaches people and when they love it, I love that. But I also know two years from now I could be building a house out of tin cans. I don't know. So it's it's. <laughs> but it's, you'd be doing it because you want to. <laughs> I know you. That's because what. <laughs> there's adventure there, yeah. and that's what life needs to be. Because when we lose our sense of adventure, we lose our sense of living, and that's what it has to be. We have to say, "What's over that fucking hill? What's over there? We have to see what's over there." And when we stop, I will doing say, that, like the day I die, I'll be like, "I've lived a fucking life." Yeah. I don't give a fuck. And like, th- now as the police sing this song, that's that's my that's <laughs> that's my it, that's I'm my sure. book. No, 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 there, no, no, good, good, good. there is a book that I've written probably six hundred pages to. It's called the Adventures of Vocational Adventures in ADD. I I have had a million jobs, and the reason why I've had a million jobs is because what's over that corner? What's what's around that bend? I want to see what banking's like, so I'm going to go be a banker. I want to see what cleaning up dead people's like, so I'm going to go be a postmortem <laughs> cleanup technician. But that's where it's at. You have to have that that thirst for adventure. And even if that adventure is going on a really mm-hmm. killer picnic, go fucking adventure. Mm-hmm. My twin son's moment. This is where it was for me. Okay. Was being like four years old and watching Star Trek with my mom. Because those are my fondest memories when I was a little kid. It's just sitting there with my mom. When you were four, when you were five, four, five, three, whatever, that, that tiny preschool age, mm-hmm. and every grown-up around you is kind of like this incredibly sage figure, right? They hand down this incredible uh, godly advice to you. To my to my little brain, it was Star Trek with my mom. It was mm-hmm. sitting there watching Star Trek with mm-hmm. my mom, and there was this episode called Mirror, Mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm watching Mirror, Mirror, and here's evil Spock, and yes. here's, here's, here's all the evil Enterprise and all this evil shit, and I remember thinking to myself, I was probably five, and I was thinking to myself, life is infinite possibility. Everything that we do sets off all of these, these chain reactions that no matter what we do, no matter how we react, the outcome is completely unexplorable. We don't know what's going to happen. So sometimes we have to just roll the fucking dice and yeah. see what happens. Sometimes we have to take that risk. Sometimes I, we have to say, I'm going to open that fucking vegan restaurant. That's why we're here. Exactly. <laughs> Dr. So Ma- Dr. That, McCoy is right to tell us that the, at the age age of, at it's the age extraordinarily of, dangerous to be out here. But that's why we're here. Exactly. <laughs> at the age of four or five years old. This silly little shit show from Gene yes. Roddenberry, shot on a shoestring budget, said to me, "Life is infinite possibilities. Life infinite is infinite diversity and infinite combinations." Sure, it's saying to yourself, "I can live this adventure, or I can punch the fucking time to clock." To boldly go, well, like, and that's I mean, what I've done. Wait, I've got forty-five years of boldly going. Because I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like I'm, 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 I'm getting kind of emotional. It's. Like, it's I mean, your two sons moment. I mean, it's kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, m- my my journey began, and you know, I, I I you know, I went to school and I went to college and all this shit. My journey began when I'm driving to go get fucking Sundance tickets. Yeah, and I get a call from my buddy Ryan. And he goes, "Hey, like, I think I get you a press pass." I had no fucking interest in being 
Being a movie critic? No, at all, at all. And I get a call, and he's like, I can get you a press pass. I'm trying not to get emotional. I'm really serious. <laughs> and he's like... You're in a safe place, James. Well, no, I am. I know I am. It's just in my fucking studio. So. Oh. <laughs> it's your meth lab. <laughs> my meth lab's over there. So, and, and, I, and I go, what are you talking about? He's like, well, just come to my house. And like fucking an hour later, I've got a press badge around my neck, and, and I'm reviewing shit for Slug. And I love Slug to death. They gave me my start. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, what the fuck, you know? And then I have conversations later after fucking Sundance is over. And they're like, hey, do you think people would like film reviews beyond Sundance? You know, and I'm like, yeah. And then a fucking, uh, I'm like, yeah, we should do theatrical reviews. Yeah. That's what we should do. I don't give a shit how fucking underground you are. Mm-hmm. People like movies. Even people the, who read Slug go see fucking Furious 7. That's the, what they do. Even the underground movie. Even the underground newspaper wants to yes. hear about Fast Great. and Furious. Exactly. Exactly. So the, she's like, "Do you, uh, Angela, Angela Brown said, do you think people would want to read this? I go, yeah, I think they really would. She goes, well, let me call somebody who used to be a slug writer. And it was Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jeff got, you know, she goes, yeah. He, he goes, Here, here's the, re, you know, here's the, the contacts to get him in there. And that's what I did. And so I, and I got my contacts there. And I and then so we started reviewing theatrical films for that, and then what spawned from that was Geek Show, and spawned from that was Big Movie, and to to, to KUTV, and it's fucking. There you go. I'm really not trying to get emotional, but you know, it's weird. It, you know, life's fucking weird, and it's just goddamn it. Like, I just went on a fucking junket where nine people from the goddamn country yeah. went to go interview the cast of Avengers, and it's fucking weird, and it blows my mind. That's quite the lottery, Katniss. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I, it, it comes down. It comes down to a really, a really simple thing, and I'm going to challenge everybody listening. This is going to be right up there with the have, have a nemesis. Oh, Lisa's has homework. Here we have go. A nemesis. The odds of you being here at all. Oh yeah. Are infinitesimal. Okay. The chance of a <laughs> sperm cell finding an egg <laughs> and, and, and fertilizing the human being that is mm-hmm. you. Are indescribable. That that you you are you beat every odd to be here. Yeah. So do you want to have just just the magic of that? Just the magic of conception alone. Do you want to be that average everyday person that goes in and 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 does your thing? You wake up. You have your you have your fucking Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. You go punch your clock. You punch your clock out. You go home. You watch American Idol and you go to sleep after jerking off. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be that guy or do you want to fucking stand on the hill and stare at the twin suns and think that there's something better for you? And and people hit me with that all the time when they hear I'm, a, I'm an atheist. They they're like, well, do you got nothing to live for? You got nothing to go to? And I'm like, no, I got today. Right? I got today. I got today. I got, Not only that, yeah. I have no guarantee. I have no. I have no fucking mm-hmm. uh, fairy tale belief in an exactly. afterlife. I've got these moments left. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I told my wife and my son, they were arguing. They were arguing ferociously, as only a wife and a, and, and, and a child can. <laughs> um, and, and I said, you guys, I could die tomorrow. Do you really want this to be your last memory of me? <laughs> um, seriously. It's true, though. I mean, like, I, I look at my career, and, I, and, and I've got, we talk about nemesis. I've got nemesi. I've got <laughs> people who are fighting. Mm-hmm. To fuck over what I got, mm-hmm. fuck you! I'm gonna fight back as far, as hard as I can, mm-hmm. and then when I fucking die one day, you're gonna fucking know what I did. <laughs> but but I've I've taken that it's very even, Thor of you, even farther way. for myself though is that the my pecs I, are smaller. I realized my own <laughs> nemesis was me. Oh. I'm really the guy that fucks myself up right? on a regular basis. Okay. So. I said I would never cry in this podcast again, <laughs> oh, you're and, I, and I'm probably gonna cry. Okay. Um. 
Hey, I already did it, kinda. My. I'm gonna hug you through this whole thing. No, get your. Make it worse. Yeah, it's gonna make it worse. Like honestly, um, my. My two son moment was having my life torn apart. And it, like, and it was. God damn it. And having that happen and just standing there bare. And I will tell you guys, I have stood there bare. Like I was stripped. Like I didn't know what the fuck was going on? I miss my fucking family. God damn it. We all miss Jeffy Vice. But it made me realize, like, I can get through shit. Mm-hmm. And you that know? being said, you've never been happier. I, and like I'm super happy. Like the past little while, you have been the happiest that I've people, seen you in a real long fucking like, time. Probably maybe ever. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many people come to me going, "Shit, it looks good." Yeah. And I go, yeah. You no, know, I'm like I'm so in love. Like, you, and yeah, you you ride a wave, and that wave is gonna crash. But you know what? You you turn around and you fucking Patrick squeezes that shit up, and you get on another fucking wave. Well, uh, and I can, just I can like, say this like, is the guy who's known him longer than anyone else at the table. Absolutely. He's happier than I've ever seen him. Boom. I, as, far, as long as I've known him. Except yeah. that time yes. that he took my girlfriend to Starbound Records. Oh. <laughs> 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 but it's like, Jesus Christ, guys. You can get through shit. You, you can. I mean? You can. Well, because it's just shit. And at the end mm-hmm. of the day... We deal with a lot of shit. Well, you know, so you wake you up know, in the morning and you deal with more shit. I, but. I praise and fucking point my finger at that time mob app. I'm not kidding. I love it and I fucking hate it all the I same just, time. I don't want to play it. I don't use you don't it. Don't play it. Yeah. I I love it. I do. I do. I do think too, things come up and I'm just like, oh yeah, I do remember that. And mm-hmm. even if if vice comes up, I'll go, yeah, I do remember that. You mm-hmm. know what? And as much as it, it, it might tweak a fucking nerve or or make me want to shed a tear. I want to remember it because I don't want to. You know, I'll I'll never forget that asshole. I love him to the <laughs> bitter fucking. Someone went through my fucking Blu-ray collection the other day. I was talking about this on mediocre show the other day, and they go, "Why do you have Blended in my Blu-ray collection? Mm-hmm. Why would you have that?" I mean, they were seriously concerned. Uh-huh. And I go, "Because that's the last movie I ever reviewed with Vice." There you go. I will never fucking get rid of that fucking Blu-ray. Are you kidding me? That's a part. Of, that's a part of my life. James like, T. Kirk. Episode five. I want my pain. I need my pain. It makes me what I am. Absolutely. Well, it is you know, like, and I will tell you this right now. Mm-hmm. I got fucking destroyed, like torn apart. But I think the person I'm rebuilding. You're mm-hmm. like a fucking phoenix, man. But, I'm not but, kidding. No, but, but, yeah. but it's like it's true. Man, I, I hope this doesn't sound like like big-headed or whatever, I think I'm a way better fucking person now. That's not being right? big-headed. You, you, you learn from your experience. Oh. I don't think there's anything big-headed about that. I, you, you've experienced a lot of shit. Like, I don't even know what the fuck I'd do if what happened to me happened to you. And obviously, you know, I, I wouldn't say for the better. I mean, you know, we can reverse time kind of shit, but... Well, you it handle happened. you handle it, and you move forward. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to adapt and grow. 
Exactly. That's what it's all about. But it, it kind of takes us back to a to a larger picture. I mean, every single person listening to this to this to this podcast right now, uh, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, you have something to contribute. You have right. something to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we so, and we all have our fucking struggles. Yeah. We all have our struggles. Right. Every single one and of us. Like, I've got a crazy have... ass ninety year old German woman who wanders in while I'm pooping <laughs> right. to to ask me how my day at work well, was. My thing is like people tell me all the time. They're like. I don't want to talk to you about my problems because your problems are so much more. And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. They're all problems, man. They're all fucking problems. Mm-hmm. Problems are fucking relative, you yeah. know? But let's let's move beyond the problems. Let's see what we can do to help each other out. Let's see what we can do to build each Dude, other up. Take what you got. I just want my we've... girl to come back from France. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might be but, your twin sons moment. But <laughs> take what you got. Fucking, you know, look at the situation and build on it. You know, yeah. we've all hit roadblocks, and you can blast right fucking through them. Right. And you can make something better of it. You or, know? like, look what's awesome in your life. I got this fucking sweet fucking pit bull. <laughs> I've got yeah. this fucking adorable girlfriend. I mean, I'm that, I, that does that little skippy thing that even you things. identify. It's I'm kind of I'm kind of time traveling, but I've seen Avengers, and you guys haven't. So fuck That's you. True. <laughs> yeah, but I'm kind of time traveling, and I've written so many amazing stories in my head that are even better than that movie. So fuck, fuck you! <laughs> no, it's not. It's the greatest. He, Whedon killed everybody. It was amazing. Eventually, he will kill everybody. I'm gonna get the quote wrong, so uh, Google it. Uh, Google Captain America. No, you move. Um, it's a speech he gives in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Very inspirational. Where he uh, says, no matter what you, yeah, maybe you can dig it up. Yeah. No matter what's happened, no matter what they're saying, no matter what the everyone is saying around you, you need to look at them, know you have the truth, and look at them in the eye and say, no, you move. It's it's something about a river. It's a great speech. That's the power of conviction, though. Unfortunately, yeah. we all have our own convictions, so sometimes we're going to butt heads against each other mm-hmm. about what we believe is ultimately true, but... Um, I'd remember it if I wasn't so drunk right now, honestly. <laughs> Do you have it? Drunk and Jimmy's I'm, Jeff No, lab. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> it's all right. You're too drunk to type. Tell you what, we'll take a break. We'll have it for you. Yeah. After these These messages, messages will we'll be, be right well, drunk. Right. It'll be broken news, and then we'll have it. Okay. If you go down in the woods today, you're sure of a big surprise. Cabin Fever has been addressing irritability and restlessness for over 30 years. New this season, some people call it a legend, a tale, a campfire story, and for some, it's real, and quite possibly in your own backyard. Whether you call him Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Yeti, or Cryptid Ape, stop by Cabin Fever for a wonderful selection of Bigfoot merchandise. Prepare yourself for a Uinta Mountain adventure with Bigfoot journals and research kits. Sit back with a Sasquatch coffee mug, or for those 21 and older, a certified Bigfoot tiki mug for a tropical yet foresty drink while you watch YouTube's most recent Utah sighting video taken just last month. It's there. Oh, and as for Star Trek, Star Wars, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Spider-Man, Doctor Who, Alien, Predator, Camper Van, Tents by Volkswagen, Magnix, Cards, Gifts, Toys, Music, they got that too. From meek to geek to freak and big feet Oh, sorry. They've got you covered at Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 600 South and 7th East. If you go down to the woods today, be prepared. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection for April. Let's see what the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City has in store for us for the month of April. Looks like DC Comics returns to their original timelines for a two-month event called Convergence. 
Marvel is offering up reprints of their fantastic first issues. Now, this is a great uh, way to read the rare and uh, you know ordinarily expensive first issues for only a dollar. So I suggest that you pick them up, read them, and then pass, pass them along to somebody that you know. Also, Archie, yes, that Archie from Riverdale, has been menaced over the years by zombies, witches, and the Punisher. He now faces... The Predator. Yes, the Predator. The one with braids. Get to the chopper, that Predator. How will Archie survive when the extraterrestrial menace stalks Riverdale? Well, you'll have to pick it up and find out. Also, Disney is back with new number ones and new adventures featuring Uncle Scrooge, Mickey Mouse, and all of your favorite characters. Again, pick these up and pass them along to somebody. Uh, you can get a hold, which is known as a pull throughout the rest of the nation, and get a 10% discount off purchases over 20 bucks. They also offer the monthly previews catalog that comes free with the holds. 2043 East, 3300 South. They're open seven days a week. We'll see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Broken news and welcome to it. Sunday fun day. Woo! <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're uh, we're in uh, the uh, not quite finished new Geek Show Studios. This is some fancy shit yeah, already. Good, I know. Man. This is better. Like, can I just move in here? This I mean, is it's, better than the... It's, <laughs> it's kind of like my studio space, but you know, I can get used to it. <laughs> it's got an accent wall. Yeah. You, need, you need a meth addict outside that. It does cover. have an accent wall. That is Excelsior Red. Nice. It's got an iron board. <laughs> you know what it really yeah. is? It's, it's, it's for the curtains. It's, a, it's an inside joke. It's actually Stanley's blood. Yes. Yeah. Carrie killed him. Damn. He's been slowly draining blood from me <laughs> for over two years now. What was it? Um, God, I'm trying to think if it's not. Uh, oh, okay. I won't say it because it's the Stanley cameo in Avengers. Hmm. It's a good one. Oh, in the new Avengers movie. Yeah, in, in Age of Ultron. Yeah, he shows up. Okay. Of course he does. I figured he would. Uh, but uh, yeah, the room's still a little noisy and live because there's nothing in it. It's yeah. just, it's empty. And uh, hopefully when we record next week. It'll Next be, week. It'll sound better. Did you know that uh, Stan Lee shows up in Daredevil? I didn't know. Yeah. No. He's, he is? In, 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 um, yeah, kind of. Not uh, not as a physical being, but as a photograph. Oh. There's a picture of him. Ah. Oh, a, there, that's the way you do the cameos. Yeah, that's the way it, you should do it. It's when he goes to the police station. If you look on the back wall, there's all these, like, you know, I don't know if they're, like, fallen officers or whatever, but it's just, you know, or most valuable, most valuable <laughs> officer. But if you look in the back, one of them is Stan Lee. That's oh, crazy. Cool. Like, in, in a cop hat, like... <laughs> so I had a pretty geeky weekend. I sat up on the mount, and uh, me and the mangler uh, finished uh, Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Nice. Bought Star Wars shit. Nice. It's fucking good. Daredevil, man. God damn it! So good. It's so. I mean, good. I think we should talk about a little bit more. I mean, yeah. I'm 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 still not any further than I was last time I talked. Really? To you. I've been, what the? No, I've been busy. What have you been? WTF? You got, I mean, you got like, a job shit, or something? I, God been, damn it, Carrie Jackson! What, are you redoing your house? For, I've been gone for two weeks, and even yeah. I'm even I'm caught up. Like I would, I've been anxious for this show. I had to wait to watch it with the Mangler. I could only watch it on the Mount, and I'm finished. But I've been hearing people say that they think it could be. The best Marvel movie ever. But, um, I, but I also read people bitching their asses you know, off about it. Those people are I, wrong. I, I agree, because I just finished it last night, and I was I, like, thank you. How many episodes are I want to jump on that. 13. I want to jump on that, because 
when you're at these junkets, like they give you a piece of paper and they're like, what'd you think? Yeah. And there's always somebody who says, it's the best Marvel movie ever. Yeah. That's a bullshit statement. Yes. I'm sorry. You can't compare a 1970s conspiracy theory movie to a Star Wars intergalactic space battle. That's like, true. It's two different movies, yeah. you know? Okay. So I think that's a, it's a cop-out statement. Now, what I said on my little sheet was, well, I don't know if I can say it. <laughs> About Age of Ultron or Age Daredevil? of Ultron. Okay. No, Age of Ultron. Um, you know, I mean, you know, it was, it was positive. <laughs> but, um, um, but yeah, so he just made. Well, he's, he's being so careful. Yeah. He doesn't want to break the embargo. I don't. You know. um, have you guys got the little Star Wars uh, Hot Wheels cars? I've got uh, the R two D two one. Yeah, I bought the R two D two one and the Yoda one last night. We played yep. with them. Did you see what the picture I sent you? The I think the R two D two one is kind of resemblant of a uh, uh, Homer's car. Yeah, the Homer. Yeah, a little bit. With a little bubble on top. I have that one, too. Homer. Really? Only because Punk gave it to me. What? <laughs> I know. I want that. <laughs> Jimmy heard me being silly last night. I was cars driving on me, and I was giggling. Yeah, he called me up, and he's like, have you seen these cars? Ooh, honey, that tickles. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, well, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> Stop it, Mangler. Stop it, Mangler. That tunnel says one way only. <laughs> you quit. You quit it. Uh, anyway, so uh, well, let's let's dive right into what did happen this week. Oh, Jesus. oh did something big happen? Um, yeah, a couple things. Which, where would you like to start? Well, let's start in the order that it happened. Yeah, uh, I agree. Let's, let's, okay. I would say so, that. Uh, so let's, well, let's Daredevil. <laughs> no, technically, that's when it all dropped, right? No, it's been longer than well, that. Well, it was it was this weekend was uh, the Star Wars celebration, Nanaheim. Yeah, that's that's how you spell it. Nana. I call it Wanaheim because nothing but people in Orange County it, they whine. It started on Thursday. Yeah. That's, that's when I was I, I was watching the feed and I I was as well. I was yeah. I was at work and uh, live tweeting on the Geek Show uh, Twitter. Yeah. By the way, keep uh, keep following Geek Show on Twitter and Facebook. We've got those Age of Ultron tickets. We're going to um, give them away this week. Here's what I think is adorable about. Um, yeah, I'm friends with Brian Young and Mike Pilot. Mm-hmm. You know from Full of Seth. They're both down there. They're right? both down there, and they just look like fucking schoolgirls. <laughs> Every little picture you see of them, they're like, oh my god, you guys. <laughs> Did you guys see the pictures of uh, Megan Gold and uh, Johnny Brosses as the Darth Raiders? They, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. That's something that, that you should look at. Uh, <laughs> what what blows my mind is that Check little... Check out their cosplay picture. <laughs> what blows my mind is that little fucking, what, BB... That, that's BB-88? Th- he's he's yeah. real. He's real. He's not CGI. He's not CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is fantastic. I think it's probably magnets, I'm guessing. There was, yeah. No, there was, a, there was a, on uh, Endgadget or some... Uh, I would be somebody so sent me that, where they showed a guess how they're doing it, mm. and it, it, it's, Is it it's rollers. It's there's some rollers yeah. in there. That's what the Mangler guessed. Yeah, I, you know they should because I thought I was like, look, honey, it's magic. There's ro- goes, no, there's rollers. Yeah, there was rollers and a gyro. <laughs> they should and, take yeah. it on that Pitt and Teller show. <laughs> <laughs> See if they can figure it out. But uh, yeah, so we we sat and watched that, and well, uh, and I, I I fell in love with BB-8, and yeah. I, I felt like I was cheating on R two for a moment. Yeah, I see. But I was watching it, and right when it started, uh, our good friend uh, Eric Tomorrow over at the Mediocre Show is like, "You ready to record?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." So I turned it off. Mm-hmm. We record for about 45, 50 minutes, mm-hmm. and when I turn it back on, the entire cast is like out there. So I was like, "Ah, shit, I missed it." <laughs> like, damn it. And they all leave like, these were coming, everybody. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, now JD's going to talk about his childhood experience with Star Wars. Like, now, nah, fuck it. We're just going to show you the teaser. And I'm like, oh, I didn't fucking miss it. Yeah. All right. And all of a sudden it goes, boo. Thanks well, for watching the Star Wars panel. Well, well, were you watching on StarWars.com? I was watching. Because that's, that's where I watched. Whatever live feed it was. And the trailer came. Oh, it came on? Came on. Oh, see, mine went to fucking it black. Was, it went black for a few seconds. <laughs> and then it came on. No, I, just, I, so I, I turned it off and I was like, oh, damn I was able to watch it as it premiered. Well, and, shit. Uh, and now the rest of the world has been watching it. 
over um, and over again. I oh god, now it's the, so good. The, the Sunday number said that it was like eighty, but this is what I got this morning from uh, the Hollywood Reporter that the uh, the second trailer for the Star Wars Force Awakens received uh, thirty point six five million views during the first twenty four hours. Oh, so that was shit. that Thursday, uh, Thursday into Friday. That's, I watched it. I watched it five times a day. It, but it's, I watched one scene at least twenty. Here's the thing: mm-hmm. it's still not the biggest. The 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 Force Awakens, the first one, mm-hmm. uh, the first week record, fifty eight point two million views. Well, that's because it was after, the first thing you ever saw after debuting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but it's still not going to beat Guardians. Paul Blart, Mall Cop Two, Furious Seven. <laughs> what? Nothing's going to beat that fucking movie. Did in, you saw, in the first twenty four hours? It. That trailer, sixty two oh, million views. Wow, isn't that crazy? What's crazy about though? It, well, there's there's some. I'd say science to it. A lot of it, it's got to be the Paul Walker thing. I mean, it does. Yeah. yeah they, and they also said that it, it was on their Facebook page and sure. so all this. But, but you know, uh, it's made over a billion dollars now. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, I know, it's and they're talking about an eight. Oh, no, they're doing eight. Oh, easily. of course there will be. But every, t- every time I walk in on Monday, another kid at the Sev's like, Safari 7, Mr. B, you're wrong. It's super smart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you should immediately send him to remedial. Yeah, yeah. Send that kid to physics and see how that all that logic holds up. But as far as debut week views on YouTube, the first Star Wars that that little thirty second thing that we got was fifty eight point two mil. That's the record, followed by Age of Ultron with fifty point six mil, and then Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm not shocked by that. (laughs) There you go. Um, All right, but let's but let's break it down. Um, I found out something about what what is now my wallpaper on my computer at work, and that's the Crash Star Destroyer. Yeah. But see, it was funny when I watched it the first time. Yeah, you didn't see. I'm like, oh my god, that Star Destroyer! I didn't see the X-wing in the foreground. Yeah, yeah I did, and that, that was the first thing I saw. And like, I saw the X-wing first, and I look in the back. I was like, the fuck? Oh shit! And that's even <laughs> gorgeous as that. Yeah, I know, but well, that's when it hit me. That's when I caught the feels, and I was like, I was like, I was looking at it. I was like, I was like, oh shit! Now they lost. Would you, like, would you like to know how that ship got down? Well, it fell. You will find out. <laughs> it fell from space. You will find out. Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, that really? Was, that was announced this weekend. Is that ah. that's a very pivotal part in the game of the story? Is why that ship has crashed. And that's why fucking Disney and all them know what the fuck they're doing. Exactly. Now everybody's like, I gotta buy Battlefront. <laughs> exactly. The first time you said, I go, fuck, I gotta buy Battlefront. Yeah. I, Shit. I, I mean, I was planning on it. Well, it looks gorgeous. I'll but, tell you. But now I, you gotta. And that that debuted this weekend too. That Star Wars Battlefront. I've had an interesting relationship with Star Wars, right? Because yeah, you and I were like, like I said, I don't remember seeing it in the theater, but I saw it in the theater. Yeah. But like, it's always been a part of my life. Mm-hmm. I had these sheets. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that's my and, Star Wars bed sheets. <laughs> and. Lo- like it's always just loved it, right? Yeah. Real then, fast, let me just clarify that the sheets are draped over a table. We're not sitting on Carrie's yeah. bed. No, come on. <laughs> let him imagine. I know. And I'm spread out like Burt Reynolds right now. Theater of the mind. And I was so excited for new Star Wars, you know. And I'm not gonna. We're not gonna talk about the prequels or whatever. I've never seen the first trailer. I was so excited. And we know how I feel mm-hmm. about those yeah, we, movies. We all fell. Yeah. We we kind of fell away. Yeah. And in fact, I'm just like I'm the first. Like yeah. You've hurt me before, Star Wars. You know, you've hurt me three times. But I was in the second the, you know, and they're just going over a desert planet. And yeah. I know it's not Tatooine. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> but I know, but it looks like Tatooine, and it's like I was just like, oh, I was just like I got chills this that second. Well, I was starting to get back in 
when I heard JJ. That's when I went, okay, it might be okay this time. And then I saw the first 30 seconds, and I went, I think we're okay. And then after seeing that panel and talking about how the live practical effects, Mm -hmm. I was back in. And then the trailer just sealed the deal. I'm back in now. Do you know what got me excited about it? It's when Disney gave Lucas a $4 billion check to fuck off. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's when it started. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'll tell you He's the biggest problem with this franchise. It's funny because down there at the at the convention, it's he's like Voldemort. You don't say his name, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see what he's doing now? Since, you know, like now he's trying to take it. He's being a philanthropist. And, oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. No, he's done amazing things. Yeah, I think things. he's using that money yeah. to give back to the community. And because since they won't let him build his own studio, he's just building some low-income housing to fuck up that rich neighborhood that won't let him build the studio. So, I love uh, it. I actually love it. That is he's right. sticking it to the man. I, you know, so he may, he, he may not be able to fuck with Star Wars, but he is fucking with rich people. I love you know what he needs to do? He needs to buy Kit Fisto a fucking uh, treadmill. <laughs> Every... <laughs> So <laughs> every fucking time you see Kit Fisto in any trailer, he's like. <sighs> <sighs> so we're not going to break down the things that are in the trailer or try to interpret what they mean because that's just dumb. Yeah. All right, I I watched an entire. It was on MSNBC or something where they sat and speculated right. about well, went, all of this shit. And I'm like, that's just dumb. Yeah, I went to a website and they had like each frame. Like yeah. that, you know? There was some funny shit in there, I will say. Like, like there's yeah. that one shot of the TIE fighter like blowing up its, its own stormtroopers. Everybody's thinking it's Boyega's escape or something like that. But I just, there's this one fucking stormtrooper who's like 30 feet in the air, like flipping. Have you seen it? Uh-uh. Watch it again. Yeah. It goes, and it goes, boom. And this guy just goes, whoa. There better be a Wilhelm scream when that happens. Right. All right, so but it's just it's a beautiful thing to behold. And but and uh, the end, come on, guys. The end. I mean, when that thing went dark, and all of a sudden you just hear Chewie. And I, I, I mean, I would by myself in my room. I went, oh. I got, I got goosebumps again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I did this. I was sitting at work, covering my mouth, making and, sure that all red didn't see me crying. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and it fades up, and it's fucking Han and Chewie, and he's like, you know, we're home. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah, he looks older. But he looks fucking good. Here's, here's the thing is that I have to take it back. There was some years ago when they were talking about doing this. I said, you don't want to see old Han. I was wrong. Right. Yeah, he yeah. looks fantastic. I was wrong. But, and my thing is like... But let's see, Harrison Ford, though, looks good. He's yeah. not fucking like Dan Aykroyd old. Right. Although you and I agree, there need, that, that's old. <laughs> you and I agree... That that we sh- that there should have been some gray on Chewie. I wanted some like just some like gristle on his face because he had a little, little he had a little gray in his mustache before. Right. Yeah, and you know I we need to he hey needs, you know what he needs to age a bit. Maybe it's not Chewie. He does say Chewie. Could be. <laughs> he just uh, keeps getting a new guy called Chewie. I know, but I, I've been waiting to see that for fucking thirty years. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Since Jedi, so I've been like. I saw someone say uh, that like Wookiees live to be 400 years old, so 30 years wouldn't do that much to him. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Living with old Han would give you some gray hair. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> can he get one like little rogue gray hair? You know, just a little like that little Magneto shit that Rogue got. I mean, just that's all we want. Just, like a little soul patch. Yeah, a little soul patch. Just <laughs> like to show that he's been around and seen some yeah, shit. Soul like, pa- that'd like, be great. Like some purple sunglasses. <laughs> they just wears and he's like, yeah, man, I done seen and, some shit. And a feather bow and a, and a hat with a feather in it. Yeah, and he's sipping a mojito. <laughs> Can we make Chewie a pimp? Yes. But you know I, what? I know a pimp named Chewie. <laughs> he's got a cane. <laughs> a pimp named Chewie. That's just funny. No, I, just, say, I love the voiceover from Mark Hamill, too. Yeah. I'm glad he can act now. <laughs> you know, You're and, right. And his hand is all like 
Did you his hands all black? Black? No, I think it's. I mean, again, let's speculate a little yeah, bit. Go ahead. Yeah, he's, he's off in the fucking like you know with R two in some cave or whatever. I think like the the flesh from the hand, the fake hand, is just falling off. Yeah. Like, I don't fucking care. Like I just yeah. this, this is where I live. No, the, the speculation that I'm having a problem having a problem with still alive? is the is the yeah the people who see stuff and immediately think it's true. I you will know? say one thing though that's in there that it apparently is true is that when he says you know he's like you know I, my father has my, the my, force. Well, no, that's just quoting from the Jedi. I think like that's yeah. I'm, not, I'm not thinking Vader's still alive with no. a melted fucking helmet. No, no. But he's, when it says my sister has it and it hands that lightsaber, yeah, that's Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah, that's the one that got cut off in mm-hmm. fucking Cloud City. Yeah. So I want to know where the fuck they found that thing. Exactly. That'll be part of the movie. I, you know what I believe? I believe. It's floating in space with a hand on it. Well, the boy Ego walks up to it. He's like, ugh. Now, in the world of... <laughs> in the world of Star Wars, a lot of people believe in the Force. Mm-hmm. I believe there's also Hinduism in play. I believe that Darth Vader has been reincarnated mm-hmm. in the form of John Boyega because he still hasn't said a single word in any of his trailers. <laughs> he, he also can't breathe. Hear him he, 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 he breathes really fucking hard. John Boyega's character's name is just deep breathing. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I yeah. saw it on Facebook, uh, getting, you know, Brian's down there and taking pictures and whatnot. And there was some concept art of one of the areas, yeah. and it had Boyega's character, and it has the, the lightsaber on his, like, you know, mm-hmm. on his belt, and it's that lightsaber. Well, I mean, all the Jedis are dead. It's, it's possible that their sabers have been sold on the black market. And- From Jabba's. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Just, like, you find it, like, a work, like, it's your lucky day. You're just like, oh, shit, they got, yo, they got this shit on eBay, man. like when you find a Magic Johnson rookie card. Yeah. <laughs> you go to, like, you go to a yard sale on fucking Bestman. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It's just a fucking the lightsaber. Yeah. An, Ewok, an Ewok yard sale, and you're just like, get the fuck yeah. He's, he's digging through the bin and sees the hand still on the lightsaber. Yeah. How much you want for that hand and lightsaber? Yeah. <laughs> and the fucking and the fucking uh, guy selling it is Will Roll Hood. Exactly. Exactly. Yo. Uh, well, you, what the fuck would you pay that you walk at a yard sale? What would you pay them? Yeah, they're cannibals. Maybe a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I get. Hey man, two babies and a fifth grader for that lightsaber. Right <laughs> Will Roll Hood's having the sale. Every purchase comes with an ice cream machine. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's got ice cream for sale over on the side. <laughs> it's 50 cents, man. This is my uh, special macadamia nut. It's a delicious flavor I just whipped up. Uh, I, thought, I thought of this flavor as I was running for my life. I don't, oh, I don't know why Will Rowe sounds this way, but he just does. Um, let's, st- let's stay on Star Wars before we get yeah. to the other trailer that, that happened. This is some more stuff that we learned uh, at the uh, Star Wars celebration. Uh, Gareth Edwards uh, had a panel about Rogue One. Star oh, really? Wars Rogue One. Um, and it is, what, it is what we've always wondered. Remember when she said, many Bothans died to get this information. Oh, remember dirty. That? Remember that? Remember that? Is that what it's about? It's about how they got the Death Star plans originally. I know how it ends. Rogue, <laughs> they get the plans. <laughs> Bob <Bopping> and <laughs> No, this is this is what uh, this is what they said at the at the panel. Um, uh, Gareth Edwards was there. Josh Trank was supposed to be there, but uh, they said he was under the weather. I think it's because he's worried about his Fantastic Four movie. No. Um, um, uh, no, actually, I think um, he. I believe he's at CinemaCon. Okay. Uh, he is. Uh, he is. Uh, Edwards is uh, going to direct us uh, Rogue One, starring Felicity Jones. 
Release date December twenty sixteen. So you're getting a Star Wars movie a year. She's fantastic. Uh, he 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 showed um, a bit of a sizzle reel. Uh, he said uh, the, the panel it was all about the standalone films. We really wanted freedom to do some films that stood on their own that told new stories. We're calling them anthology films. Hmm. So you've got Star Wars movies and then Star Wars anthology movies. Uh, Going to start shooting this summer. He didn't have a sizzle reel, but he did show a little thing that showed a jungle landscape. And then hovering large in the sky, the Death Star. Ooh. And then you get the voice, which was Kenobi. The Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the old Republic before the dark times, before the Empire. Uh, then he revealed, uh, revealed the official log line. A rogue band of resistant fighters unite for a daring mission to steal the Death Star plans. Uh, the movie, he says, is set after Episode 3 and before Episode 4. It won't have a clear-cut villain or heroes, uh, for that matter. He says it... It's a war film. It's called, it's a Star Wars movie. Hmm. That's how he described it. It's about the fact that God's not coming to save us, and we're on our own. The absence of the Jedi is omnipresent in the film. It hangs over the whole movie. So there he goes. Huh. That's cool. That that's, sounds cool. That is going to be very cool. That sounds rad. Right there. So that's what we found out. Also, uh, Star Wars uh, comics. Lando's getting his own comic. What? Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> What's it called? I mean, Bitch Planet's already been taken. <laughs> I think it's just called Lando. Uh, set before the time as a Rebel Alliance hero in the Empire. Um, uh, Empire Strikes Back, that is. Series will follow Lando and his trusty cyborg pal Lobot. Oh. As they get on some pretty amazing adventures. I think she'd be called Bella. Who's, who's what doing do it? Have we here? <laughs> it is being penned by Charles Soli, art by Alex yeah. Maleev. Nice. Charles Soli, isn't that the guy that did the... Uh, she-Hulk comic? I'll take your word for it. Okay. Um, I don't remember. And if uh, I'm wrong, and the, the lightning bolt's going to hit yeah. me from you-know-who. And, <laughs> and there's a bunch of new Star Wars comics on your, uh, on your Marvel Unlimited. Thanks to Disney's purchase of Lucasfilm, the publisher's churning out uh, you know, the new comics, of course. But those old Marvel comics, uh, the old Star Wars comics from yeah. uh, 77 to 87, they have just been added to your Marvel Unlimited digital subscription service. Nice. And also, Dark Horse Comics, from throughout the publisher's partnership with Lucasfilm, Dark Horse selections include uh, Dark Empire, Shadows of the Empire, Star Wars Legacy, and Star Wars X-Wing Rogue Squadron. So you can get all of those on your Marvel Unlimited subscription. Nice. So, Which I have, and I'm putting it to use. I love it. Plenty of Star Wars for you. Okay. I got one more Star Wars for you. Yes. Just, it's just a tip, because uh, I've done it like about twice now, then we do it one more time. Uh for the uh, trading app for the cards? Yes. First of all, stop buying them. Because our friend Adam made 250 bucks. I mean, well, you know, I keep buying them. Damn. I like it when my friend can make 250 bucks for selling a fucking picture. <laughs> he's, he's selling face- a fucking yeah. picture. He ah. Facebooked me and I, I, he says, Remember when you said don't buy them? What about selling them? I said, Oh, hell, I didn't yeah, say it. Yeah. No, sell them. Times away. are hard. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I've, got, I, I've got some rare ones. I'm like, yeah, Fuck, I'll sell them. Go yeah. ahead. That's what I told the mangler. I'm like, Adam just made 200 bucks. Sell! Sell! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're dumb enough to buy him for 200 bucks, yeah. be my guest. Well, yeah. I told you, I sold a uh, Wolverine action figure. Yeah. Uh, the Remember like when the first, uh, uh, those Marvel, fi- the, the, the nice the sculpts. Marvel like Legends. Select Legends, something, yeah. whatever. Um, remember there was that, uh, Wolf, Unmasked Wolverine that was out. The, oh, the, the yeah, find, yeah. And I happened to just find one at uh, um, the GameStop yeah. in, uh, in the Crossroads Mall. And I was like, well, I'm fucking selling this shit immediately. Mm-hmm. 
sold to some idiot in uh, Canada for $350. Nice. <laughs> and then next week, I walked into a um, Toys R Us, remember? Yeah. And then they put out like a box set that basically had that figure in it for $19.99. I was like, oh, that Canadian's so fucking mad. Right He's going to drink a whole thing of maple syrup. See, I, just, I always say, like, I don't get the reason to buy the credits. You can kind of do like, you know, little tricks in here, yeah. like download an app or build some Jimmy Dean sandwiches. But uh, recently, I found if you go to the section where you can like you know promote the sponsors or whatever like that, and they get free credits out of it, uh, go buy Mother's Day flowers. That's what I did. Yeah, that's oh. right. And so like, so I sent my mom Mother's Day flowers, and I got three hundred thousand credits. <laughs> and I was like, yay! There you go. Cat's like, well, my mom needs some too. I go, even better. <laughs> <laughs> it's my mom's birthday tomorrow. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Send some flowers. Through the well, I already. I was about to send flowers uh, today, and like, so now that I remember that, yeah, I can, I can get some Do points. Yeah. I can get some points and take care of my yeah. mom. Exactly. And I was like, I'm gonna buy them anyway, kind of thing. And then I laughed. Right. I go, does your grandmother need some too? <laughs> <laughs> and yes, my mama's birthday is four twenty. Get All it out right. of your system. <laughs> All right. Uh, Batman v Superman. Oh. That trailer happened, and uh, I uh, damn it. I did some still framing this morning on that. And I know I, I I condemn people who break down things, uh-huh. but I'm not going to speculate what it means. I'm just going to tell you the facts. Some of the things that I found. First of all, though, what did you think, sir? We ask you, Shannon Barnson. Uh, I, I had this phone call. The with biggest him. Superman fan I, on yeah, the planet. I wanted to see what he thought. Yes. Have you had a change of heart? No. What do you think? I'm pensive. Pensive. That's an SAT you, word. You haven't, you haven't been too mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Um, no, I mean, I have. I've always wanted to see a Batman versus Superman movie. I'll say this. I think the Batman suit, both of them. Both of them look yeah, great. So, yeah. Fucking cool. He looks like Batman. He looked yoked, right? too, in that He looks like he beat the but, shit but, out of you. But he that, looks like Batman. He doesn't look like some armored fucking... Yeah. Yeah paramilitary dude with yep. fucking points on his head. <laughs> um, I just don't like the darkness of it. Really? I don't. And see, that's what's bringing me in. Mm-hmm. I see, know, I know. That's the conversation. He called me yesterday when he was having yeah. Hot Wheels driven all over him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, <laughs> Damn. by the way, he's like, I... I was fully clothed when the Hot Wheel cars were being driven. (laughs) He goes, I had one trailer that made me cry. Uh Star Wars. Yeah. And and this is your words verbatim. And I had another trailer that made me go, meh. Yeah. That's what you said. And I go, really? He goes, it's just too dark. And I go, I like the darkness because here's the thing. Marvel's got their side. Yeah. Let DC go dark. Sure. it's overly dark in my opinion. But, but you're also only seeing yeah. what, I, but a minute of the movie. That's why I said I'm not. I'm not like, oh, yeah. fuck that movie. I'm pensive, which means yeah. I'm like. Uh. But from from what we can gather from the trailer, uh, they're they're addressing the stuff that I've always Grace. wanted. No, I, mean, I agree. Right. Wanted them to address with Superman. Yeah. And that is, is he a god? Uh, I know he says he he mm-hmm. wants to help us, but it seems like whenever he tries to help us, some shit happens. And maybe yeah. he's drawing the shit in, and then the worship of him. Yeah. I loved that they, part where they showed him with the statue. Yeah, where it says false. Yeah, false. where they someone spray painted false god on his yeah. chest, and I went, "That's brilliant." But well, yeah. because that would happen. But here's here's one of the things that I found in the freeze frame. There's the part where Superman's at the end of that long hallway, and those cops kneel. Yes, uh-huh. that was incredible. Did you look on their shoulders? Huh. Look on their shoulders. They've got Superman symbol patches on their shoulders. Wow. Oh, jeez. So what kind of an organization is that? Right, probably some like weird 
cult or weird cult or something. Yeah, yeah or I don't like know. vigilante or because think militia. about it. If Superman did show up, a religion would form around him. I agree. Sure, you know, I agree. And and that I've always been fascinated now, with the with the religious aspects of Superman. I think for me, it's just like I watched the Star Wars thing and it was so fun looking. It was, and then this one is. This I'm just like does complete look so opposite, fun, right? Yeah, that looked great. And I, like, am I am I still gonna be first in line to fucking see that shit? Yes. It just kind of made me go. Uh, it well, it actually made me excited for yeah. the, the Batman Superman. Well, it's just so weird. It's like it's just different from anything you've seen before. Yeah, yeah. at least it's on, a, on certainly cinema wise. I've it, always thought okay. I've always thought Superman's been a Boy Scout, and so like all of his movies are daytimey. They're like they're just too yeah, daytimey bright. for me. Yeah, they're yeah. just bright, colorful, and and so it was. From I know I know you're a huge Superman fan, and like I know you you know where it's I just know. Just a DC like it's just. Okay, that's what I'm saying. You know how Marvel perfectly captures the spirit of Marvel comics in their yeah. movies. I mean, Daredevil is a perfect okay. example. Uh, a Cap is a perfect right. example. Iron Man, especially good example. Mm-hmm. That's not the spirit of DC comics in general. Yeah. Now it is. They went all dark in fucking the new Fifty Two. That's why I don't read it anymore. Hmm. You know, but um. I'm sure it's going to be... I love Man of Steel. You guys sat there and watched it with me. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, a lot of uh, purist Superman fans hate it. I, I thought it was great. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to capture. I mean, you got... what? I think today is actually a celebration of DC Comics or mm-hmm. something like, what, 80 years? Yeah, yeah. I think today. Probably, yeah. Something like that. Uh, and, uh, you know, when there's 80 years of a character... I know it's a little bit less because obviously it didn't start the day of, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that there's been so many versions. You know, it's like... it's. Gonna not appease everybody because what version did you attach yourself to? Yeah, you true. Know? Or did you or did you not read the comics and you attach yourself to Christopher Reeves? Or did you attach yourself to Brandon Routh? Not a lot yeah. of people did, but Lord, I get it. <laughs> Lord knows the early Batman is nothing like what we have now. Or so yeah, exactly. You, well, want, you want to look at a character with evolution? I'll tell you, as long as Batman yeah. and Superman fight, that's all I fucking care. Well, <laughs> well yeah, dude, I mean, I mean, you're gonna see it. I mean, and I, I'm sorry, his fucking voice is badass. Yeah, Batman oh, in the armor. Because it's all it is, it's, it's, it's exactly what, I mean, to a much cooler degree, because it's, uh, you know, a cinema to compared to a CW show, it's what Oliver Queen's doing with his well, voice. Well, and it's, it's, it's back what I said during the Dark Knight problems when everyone was complaining about Christian Bale. I said, why don't they just say that it's a voice chip and it changes his voice? Why don't they just do that? And they never did. They finally did on Arrow, and I went, thank you, you're welcome. Send me a check for a million dollars for this idea. <laughs> you know? I mean, I never, I mean, yeah, I was a little over the top, but I still, like, once Lee said what he did years ago, that if someone did that voice in an alleyway to a criminal, it would make them shit their pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Okay, wearing, I get especially it. if they're wearing that outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I saw some, yeah, if I saw somebody and they're wearing that outfit and they're, do you bleed? You know, I was like, oh, man, I fucking bleed. I'm bleeding <laughs> so, right now. I have a vagina and I'm bleeding out of it. I watched another trailer this morning that I like better than Batman Superman. Which Paul Blart 2? <laughs> There's a full Fantastic Four trailer now. Oh, there is now. Really? What? How did we yeah. miss that? I just saw it this morning on the toilet. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> oh, did you make a Fantastic Four in the toilet? No, it actually got me a little interested. Cool. I look good. There's some cool shit. The thing actually looks cool. We saw that yeah, still. Yeah, I saw that still. Yeah. yeah. But he looked like shit in the still. Yeah. He looks pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, there's this part where they drop him out of a plane. Oh. Right? Go on. Into like a Humvee. And it goes. And then the Hulk. I mean, not the Hulk. The thing <laughs> just comes walking out of the fucking flames to kick some more fucking ass. Nice. Hmm. And it shows some stretching and, and viso and good. It's funny. Torch and on good. a on mediocre show. Someone sent a sent a question. He's like, I, you know, I want you to answer, Jimmy. And he goes, uh, 
you know, I don't get the point of a film critic as a job kind of thing. And I was like, and so I had to go into it. And I won't mm-hmm. go into the major detail I did because basically what I what I said was, you know, my job is to let you know what to spend your money on. Short version. Mm-hmm. But I go, you know, if I could never watch a shitty movie in my life ever again, <laughs> I'd love it. That'd make my job amazing. Like, right. So, like, when people are like, "You're gonna go in," you know, when like, you're gonna, you're walking, and gonna, you know, wanting to hate Fantastic Four, I'm like, "No, I'm not." If, if anything, I just say, "Surprise me." Your trailers didn't grab me, but I still want to see a really good Fantastic Four movie. Um, now, now, people think I'm dissing on the Fantastic Four movie, and I'm not. Uh, what I'm doing is uh, I'm I'm re- relating. All of the shit that I see online from you fanboys, yeah. I actually think that this one's going to work. Well, I go, hope it does. Go yeah. watch the trailer. You can actually, this is where I watched it, uh, cinemablend.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just type in cinemablend, Fantastic Four, or I just I, type in Fantastic Four on official Facebook. trailer yeah, if you just do two. a Google search, I'm yeah, sure it's probably it on Facebook as well. But, but that's the thing, though. You know, like, I, I, Dr. Doom looks kind of cool. Oh, we finally get a look at him? Uh-huh. There you go. All right. Yeah, let's get a look at him. Not bad. Oh, there yeah. we go. Now that's Who is scary. That? See, that is a scary son of a bitch. And again, I mean, the, the, one more time? the thing that I've only seen so far is just that teaser. And I know it's it's the old saying you can't judge a book by its cover. I totally get it. Yeah. But that poster or that commercial or should at least invoke some kind of excitement in me. That's, that's your job. Of what you're doing. Job. Watch yeah. the new trailer. So, so when I so when I looked at that first teaser, I go, yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess it's there. You know, there's nothing really in there. Like you know, when I hear Batman say. Do you bleed? I'm like, oh shit, shit! Like they're gonna get fucked up in this thing, you know? Like that's something to, to invoke it. That first teaser, I was like, okay, I was like, fantastic. I mean, they didn't, they barely even showed the thing in the first one, yeah. or I don't think they even did. I can't remember. They show him busting out of a, the rock, yeah, or something. That's all you saw. So I'm like, and that's your character. I did. I saw no stretchies from from Mr. Fantastic. And you can see a little bit. And it looks cool. Yeah. Does it? Cool. We all didn't. Right. We didn't see the Invisible Woman. We didn't see that. Oh, shut up, because you can't see it and never. I see what you did Yeah, fuck off. You cheeky bastard. (laughs) Let's get this. uh, I got a bunch of stuff. We got to hurry and rush through here um, really quickly here. Uh, Last episode, I said that uh, it will probably be an origin story for Peter Parker. No. Uh, it will not be a traditional origin story Thank with Marvel. God. Oh, sweet Jesus, this is, Lord in see, heaven. They're out talking with uh, reporters with the whole yeah. uh, Age of Ultron thing, so they're getting asked a bunch of questions. Sure. Feige said that. He said that it will not be an origin Who? story. Feige? Feige? Feige. Yeah. He needs to tell me Sorry, on the I show. I didn't talk to him. Sorry. Uh, it's not an origin story, but with great power comes great responsibility. It is inherent to who his character is, but we want to reveal it in different ways and spend much more time focusing on his young high, on this young high school kid in the MCU dealing with his power. There is a young kid already running around New York City in a homemade Spider-Man costume in the MCU. You just don't know it yet. That's what he's saying. He's saying that Spider-Man exists right now. What? <laughs> in the in, as the Marvel Cinema <laughs> Universe exists right now, there is a kid just, just, in a homemade Spider-Man costume running just, around, just like Daredevil's always existed, just like Daredevil. right? Because he had, he was around before the Battle of okay. New York. He was punching people at train yards. So there's that. Uh, also, uh, we found out the true reason that we're slow to get a standalone Hulk movie. I yeah, read I this shit. It. It it's not. Article. It's not any of the other speculation yeah. that that the internet and all those fanboys have put out there. Hmm. It's a simple rights thing. Yeah. Oh, really? Universal. That's the only Universal. Universal. It's crazy. Universal still has rights to the Hulk. 
Huh. They can, would, can they that, make that, a Hulk movie? Because of the old TV show, they still maintain their rights to the Hulk. And if you notice on all of the other two, the other two Hulk movies, Universal's involved. Yeah. Hmm. And that's the only thing holding it up. They, now, get, a, they get a cut of the price. Disney's yeah. like, ah, ah. Yeah. And, and they're apparently a little harder to work with than Sony. Yeah. yeah. And, but Ruffalo said he did, in the article, Ruffalo's like, yeah, I'm down to do he it. He says, I want to do it. Yeah, he's like, I'm down to we do it. We just got to get it away from Universal. Yeah. That's all. It's, that's all it it's is. It's got nothing it blew, to do with. blew my mind. Like, you know? Yeah. It's got nothing to do with what any internet website tells you. It's that simple. You know because, they got to get on that shit. Because. Nelson and Murdoch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because <laughs> after, what we, after what we are about to see with Ages of Ultron and, mm-hmm. you know, everything that's. We. Everyone deserves. A World War Hulk movie. Yeah. It, 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 we, I, like, I, everyone that deserves that. That would be that. terrific. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, we got the new director for Wonder Woman. Uh, because uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Patty Jenkins, who was at one point to direct Thor 2, uh, has decided that she's going to take over for Michelle McLaren, who left. And uh, I'm reading Patty Jenkins. Uh, her, that's, that's her name. name? That's her name. That I sounds am. like that sounds like a cheap jazz musician. <laughs> Patty Jenkins. <laughs> no, uh, Michelle, Petty. Petty. Michelle McLaren <laughs> left the project over creative differences. I'm hearing stories that uh, that it was it was a little over overhead. She's a TV director mm. and and just didn't really rise to the task. Also, apparently, she wanted to have a talking tiger in it. That's that's another internet rumor. What? <laughs> It was just, she wanted to have... Now, if you're going to have a talkie tiger, you got to have that in your Shazam movie. Just, exactly. Because there was Tabby the Tiger. I don't care. It's just there's a new director. It just depends on the, on the person because uh, wasn't yeah. it, it was the Russo brothers that were coming from straight from television. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, sometimes you can transfer and sometimes you can't. Uh, the Power Rangers movie has a director, so oh, that means going God. forward. Dean yeah. Israelite has signed to uh, direct the Power Rangers movie, which means that's happening. It's never going to beat the original. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, this this I found interesting. Uh, Marvel TV. Remember we were talking about the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. spinoff? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oscar-winning writer-producer John Ridley, 12 Years a Slave, is teaming up with Marvel to develop a mysterious new TV series. Makes me nervous. I, I, know. Gonna, I think it goes dark. The deal involves reinventing an existing Marvel superhero character or property for ABC. Brother but, Voodoo. But no one is talking. Now, twelve years of voodoo. Now they <laughs> they did announce a spinoff to Shield, but they're not saying it's that. It could be something else. But all they know is is that he has been talking to Marvel. That's all we know. I just about they, TV. I think they, half of Hollywood is talking to Marvel. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> could be. I just want you know what? In all honesty, fuck like TV now. Like, please just put if you're gonna do anything that's like Marvel or DC related, just put it on Netflix. I mean, like, honestly, because it's saving the trouble of all these like the B list, C list uh, heroes that we. Yeah. I mean, you, you like Flash, Arrow, fucking Daredevil. Daredevil is. They even say it in the comics. He's a C list guy. He yeah. even he even says it himself in the comics and yeah. Guardian and uh, Guardian Devil, and it's perfect. To be on Netflix and like I would like I would you could see Moon Knight I would love to see a Moon Knight series Cloak and Dagger dude yeah all that uh-huh. shit would be perfect on Netflix because you could just show it the way it, the way it's supposed well, to be they need to introduce a cop named Frank Castle or at least mention him yeah. yes yes you I know? mean yeah. like because don't fucking put it on ABC the only thing I want to see on ABC if you were to do a super is Booster Gold or something like that something cute no I, I heard Kevin Smith break this down as to why it works on Netflix better than <laughs> network TVs because because the way network TV TV works, you have to build up to a false cliffhanger before you go to commercial. 
So you've got false cliffhanger commercial, right. more build up, false cliffhanger commercial, uh, and your story arc just keeps going up and down like that. Where with Daredevil, if you want to have a nice scene where you get to know somebody, you can't do that on network TV well, necessarily because you have to build to something. One of the big complaints I read you know? is like in the later episodes, <clears throat> there's not a lot of fighting in it. I'm like, I didn't care. Well, the thing is, like, you have never read a Daredevil comic. Yes. Exactly. Because there'd be whole issues it's where he was the, never fucking Daredevil. And it's I, a lot of shit in a church. I wonder, though, I, I, I mean, it's not a bad theory, because I, I understand. And I don't know if networks push that shit more or not, because I just as we record this, I finished the last episode of Better Call Saul. Oh, They yes. didn't do that shit. No. It would just say, have a scene and credit or go to commercial. Well, exactly, but or, that's also cable. You well, know? That's what I'm saying. So I don't yeah. know if it's, if, it's a, if it's a network thing that they're like, yeah. you know, can I get it's like, oh my God, is May going to die? You well, know? and, and yeah, you're more Jordan's and you're more likely week. you're more likely to let that show do what it wants to do because of the track record of the creators mm-hmm. where with something like Marvel and S.H.I.E.L.D. they don't know. Yeah. You know, mm. they're being careful. Anyway, uh, X-Men uh, Age of Apocalypse uh, Lucas Till is back as Havoc, and they've cast Psylocke. Oh my God! And I couldn't be more fucking happy. Who's Psylocke? It's a Olivia. Olivia Munn. Olivia, yeah. Oh, are they gonna put a hair purple? Oh my God! <laughs> if you want to see Olivia Munn at her best, are they gonna put it like a French cut? Ooh. Also, uh, Brian Singer was working on the Days of Future Past Rogue cut, and it is 17 minutes longer than the original cut. What's 100 percent more Rogue? That's right. <laughs> there you go. I, huh? If you want to see Olivia Munn at her best, it's at the beginning of Magic Mike. Ooh, okay. Dead, dead, dead I, you know, yeah. I would have yeah. loved to see a Psylocke. I mean, like, I'm glad with Olivia, but, like, uh, is a Boomer from uh, Battlestar Galactica. She would be good. She, uh, yeah, she would. That, like, that was, for me, that would be perfect. That outfit would but, be great on her. Yeah. You know what? I can't wait to see Magic Mike 2. Why? <laughs> I fucking love Magic Mike 1. Really? I think it's so fucking funny. I ate Twizzlers the entire movie. When I, There's some funny shit. Did you do like this? Yeah, ah, ah. I got the the one. Think, no, the peel, the peel and feel, or whatever. Yeah. You peel them and you just eat it like. Some I, when I go to the press screen, I, I, ate, a Bahama, wear, I ate a Bahama Mama hole. I'm gonna wear a poncho <laughs> like I'm going to a Gallagher concert because <laughs> of all the girls in there. I think. Hey, I, can I review it? I'm, can I review it? I'm mouth off. If Cat doesn't want to, because I know Cat wants to see it really God, bad. I think you all know how I feel about Magic Mike. Well, you're scared because it's got uh, penis in it, <laughs> yeah. or, or threat of penis. <laughs> and then uh, T.O.P. threat of penis. <laughs> I can only imagine carrying that theater if it's 3D. Oh, oh Jesus! Oh, oh my God! Oh, it's coming right for me! And then finally this, uh, they have cast uh, Casey Jones for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. Uh, Casey Jones will appear. It it's is... Jesse Eisenberg. No. No? It's Arrow. Yeah, it's Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell. Oh, yeah? I think it's a good choice. Yeah. Well, we'll play that's, Casey Jones. That's the way you capitalize on that shit. Yeah. I guess so. I think it's fine. So he's a vigilante <laughs> in two universes. I, I have no interest in that movie. All right. I do. <laughs> um, uh, what do you, what do you uh, have to review for us? Uh, two films. Uh, we'll start with... Uh, we'll do True Story first. Uh, true Story is based on a... Uh, well, a true story. <laughs> and uh, it was a Sundance film. It stars James Franco and Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill... Oh, I listened to an interview on NPR because I went to college. No. <laughs> about this. Pinkies up. Wait a um, minute. <laughs> That's, your sentence didn't sound like you went to college. <laughs> I was going to say because I have white and I went to college. Well, it's interesting because w- when you go up to Park City, that's the only radio you can get is NPR. It's the damnedest thing. <laughs> I think it's it's on every station. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's everyone. Listen to the carrier, like, ah. My signals fade and it just becomes NPR. <laughs> or, or Rachel Maddow or some shit. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, so it's, it's based on a true story. Jonah Hill uh, stars as a journalist named Mike Finkel, who was a renowned journalist. You know, mm-hmm. had, had some awards under his belt. Decide to uh, well flub up a story that he was working on. Basically, compiled five stories into one and making it that was like this about this one kid. Well, that's against the rules in journalism, so they fired him. 
So in his disgrace, he's sitting at home, gets a phone call and says, hey, this guy down in Mexico was just arrested because he allegedly murdered his three kids and his wife. Um, and when they arrested him, they said, who are you? And he said, well, I'm Mike Finkel. From the, from the New York Post. I think for the New York Times. From the New York Times or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so he goes, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> and so, uh, so the whole movie is he decides to go interview James Franco, who is this alleged murderer. And when I say alleged, like every evidence of that he killed his family is there. But he's just not, he won't admit it. You know what I mean? But like, I mean, <laughs> rather than you're not just it's sitting Indian style in their head when we found him, right. you know, with a knife in your hand, <laughs> um, uh, you did it. And so, but he's just not admitting it. So it's like, is he covering up for somebody? Did something else happen? And it's this engaging story of them, like in an interrogation room, just Jonah Hill and, and James Franco. And it's like super charming and shit, the James Franco. Well, yeah, I mean, like he's this, you know, decently looking guy, you know, he's got charisma. And like, and they're like, why the hell would this random guy just do this, you know? And so, uh, and it's, to watch these two guys who we usually picture like in super bad and like this is the end and just stoner comedies doing something that has absolutely no humor. I mean, there's chuckles here and there, but not a lot. They're doing some acting, huh? They're really acting and they're doing it well. Not and I'll good. say this the film has one of the most horrifying openings. It opens up with a bird's eye view of a toddler in a suitcase in a fetal position, not moving. And I'm like, and you're first going, like, why is that toddler in that suitcase? And you're like, well, that toddler's not moving. And then it zips up and gets chucked into a fucking river. Oh. And I'm like, Okay, so that's what we're taking the the darkness of this film. Wow. Like that's how fucked. I mean, like you immediately realize how fucked up what he did in the first five seconds. Wow, um, powerful stuff. Great acting, but going back to Rogue, really Gwen, interesting story though too. Interesting. Well, see, here's the thing though. I will say that the the end of this film is not like a like a oh wow like that you know because it's just really you know again like we kind of know that he did it and so it just. It's again kind of based to the uh, to the title. It's a true story. So mm-hmm. you know, sometimes true stories don't have those crazy twists. You have a car chase at the end always, or explosions. Yeah. yeah. Um, but going back to Rogue One, Felicity Jones plays Jonah Hill's uh, either fiance or wife. I can't mm-hmm. remember what they are. She is fantastic in this movie. She she's in the two best scenes where she's on the phone with Franco in one, and then she's in the in the cell with Franco and fucking puts that dude in his place. Nice. So she's really good in it. That's good. So fantastic film. The other one, uh, Unfriended. <laughs> Damn. The latest one in the horror genre, uh, you know, found footage kind of style. Uh, if you saw a recent episode of Modern Family where uh, <laughs> where the mom's in the airport. Which which I thought I was going to hate that episode. It was good. It actually worked out. It was really good. Because they, they did two minutes in and I stopped it and I went, oh, yeah, I read about this. Yeah. The whole episode's on the, on the computers. On the computer screen. And that's exactly what Unfriended is. It worked out. Yeah. So the film of Unfriended starts out with... Uh, the, you know, you watch the screen, and then they're watching this video of a girl who commits suicide in a high school parking lot. Then it goes to the story where it's like, girl commits suicide, um, you know, because of an embarrassing video that's posted online. And then, then the rest of the film, like, oh, Skype comes up, and you got your five friends, and they're all talking to this and blah blah. blah. Well, then an unknown person, like you know, a little Facebook when you don't have a picture, and it's just that white silhouette. You know, yeah. with the, so that comes. That up. looks like, like Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, who's that? Who's that? Well, it turns out that that's the ghost of of the girl who killed herself, and and she's going to start. Possessing all their bodies and making them kill themselves in front of their webcams, ah, um, because science. Exactly. <laughs> well, here's the story because I don't really care about spoiling this thing. The reason she killed herself is because on a video at a party she got really shit faced and then passed out and shit her pants. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and they keep zooming in on like this shit. I mean, I'm talking like fucking shit her pants, like you know, like that. And I go. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to fucking spoil it. Don't give a shit. All right. Um, so here's the thing. Well, she did. <laughs> <laughs> no, she soiled it. <laughs> so, uh, so the, 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 you know, you get down, and you, you know, it's 10 little Indians, one kills off, kills off, kills off, kills off. So now you've got the two couple that you think is the, ni- the nice couple, you know? Yeah. Well, it turns out the guy is the one who, uh, well, he's the one who put the video online. 
Uh-huh. He's the one who filmed it. Like uh-huh. that. So wouldn't a ghost know that though? Yeah, right. Well, she wants them to to admit it. That's the thing uh, that they have to admit it on camera. Kind okay. Of thing. So so then the thing is, uh, so the girl's left by herself, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we were best friends." And so she goes, "Um, what did she say?" She goes, "Well, there's one more thing we have to figure out." Or like that. She's like, "What? What else could there be?" And all of a sudden, the video pops up again like that. But now it's a longer version of it, you know. And it's and then you know where the video stopped. Now it turns to the camera, and it's the nice girl laughing her ass off, going, "We got her," like that, you know. I was like, okay, you're still the one who shit your pants. Like, you know, <laughs> you fucking pretentious ghost. And so... Learn uh, to hold your liquor, you stupid ghost. So I was thinking a better ending actually would have been, like, if you really want to make this nice girl an asshole, like, you have a video where, like, they go around the corner and she's passed out behind the car, but she hasn't shit her pants, and then her friend takes a dump on her. That would have been better. And then, like, I didn't even shit my pants. You crapped on me, you yeah. prick. Yeah, that's um, not unfriended. That's blocked, okay? Well, um, <laughs> that's the sequel. Yeah. Why, why did the ghost just use their supernatural powers to uh, make um, those people shit their pants in public? That's what I would do if I were the ghost. You know? Constantly shit their pants. <laughs> oh my God, it's the shit ghost. Ah, I just thought when they, they said, Jimmy, what'd you think when you walked out? I'm like, man, now that I know that if I get too drunk at a party and I shit myself and decide to commit suicide, at least I come back with cool powers. Yeah. <laughs> right? But so, you can't make people now shit Now you themselves. do have to shit yourself in public. <laughs> actually, I did say that. They go, they just laugh. And I go, actually, the moral of the story is learn to hold your fucking alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Because I know exactly. this would have happened if you Because I thought you were going to say she got sexually assaulted. Nope. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, that, honestly, I thought, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was going. I kind of thought that's and what it was. And it's funny because Kat wanted to come see it like that. And she just, she's like, ah, I'm not, I'm not interested. And I, she was like, so what happened? And I told her the plot. She's like, really? That's the best thing they could come up with is that she shit herself? She shit like, herself. <laughs> she got, yeah, she got white girl wasted and shit herself. God. <laughs> that's, that's, that. That's the moral of the story. Don't get white Man, girl there wasted. Must be, there must be ghosts being created in West Valley every weekend. <laughs> 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 boo! I just sit there in my backyard. Just, that's boo! And I do love it. I love it when a movie dates itself. Because um, they go, uh, they're like, it's the one year anniversary. And they're like, look up the article real fast. And they go back to like, you know, uh, where we at? April. They're like April twelfth, two thousand thirteen. I'm like, oh god, this was supposed to come out a year ago. Oh, you know oh. what I mean? Because if it was supposed to be a year, it would have been fourteen. Like that. I'm like, yeah, you're a year off. Like, this thing has been sitting on a shelf for a while. Well, it's not. <laughs> at least it's not that. I mean, like when you said it dated itself, I was like hoping there would be like a Jaw Rule song playing in the background. No, I, I will say, uh, and it's, it's about eighty one minutes long. But I'm not shitting you. I'm ha- shitting him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Don't kill myself. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh. The fuck half the movie is watching shit like Buffer, like you know, just like hang on, I'm logging on. Don't don't hang on, and, and then you just see like the little fucking beach ball and like the timer, and I'm like, this is fucking boring. This is You're like awful. I don't like doing this at home. Yeah, it like, sounds awful. It's it's terrible. And the, then you just watch a bunch of teenagers yelling at each other, and I'm just like, and then not even great audio, like you know that, that audio, and they're like, and they're like, oh god, Ugh, stop, I hate that piece of shit. All right, and literally shitty, shitty pants. I give it three shitty pants. Shitty ghost. <laughs> shitty pants. Blocked. What, what would Joe Bob Briggs say? Like, what pair of shat pants? <laughs> and they were white pants, too. Uh, of course. Was it in... Uh, oh, We have a very low special effects budget. It must be. Yeah. White pants. Was it during the summer? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, Probably must was it, or is it in the fall? Because you're not supposed to wear white after Labor oh, Day. Here maybe, maybe that's why. Here he comes. Yeah. Yeah. Got to think about that. Joke. Anything else before we go? Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. You guys... All right. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a stand-up comic. I've been doing some cool shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made it to the finals for the Wise Guys uh, competition, the funniest person in Utah. And it is Yes. It uh, started off with like 30 of us, got down to 15 for the semis. 
And then now it's down to the final five, and I like saying it that way, the final five. For, for all the you, final five. Uh, for all of you Battlestar Galactica fans, it is myself, uh, my very good friend uh, Guy Seidel, the very funny Christian Piper, Alex Voluto, who is hilarious, and then finally one of my really good friends that I'm really loving this guy, Shane Smith. You guys got to come out. If, fuck seeing me. Come out and see Shane Smith. Good dude. And it's going to be a damn good competition, and uh, it's going to be Thursday. How do we make you win? Is um, the question. Just show. Is it points? What is it's it? It's points. It's 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 about. I gotta I I gotta legit bring it on this set. And um, how do we sports ball you more points? Sports ball. Just show up. You know what? Just is show up. Like I mean, honestly, just honestly, I'm I'm just happy to be a part of it. Like seriously. Um, but how can our listeners make you win? Just you know what? If you guys want to see some damn good comedy, just come out and support, please. Yeah, and I'll tell you, guy, Look, guy is like he's, he's so fucking funny yeah. too. He's like my favorite uh, Facebook poster. Yeah, like he he's, put, he's funny. He put one out today that said, um, "I wish all these people that keep talking about their bucket list would finish it so they could just go die." <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, it's, and it's reasons like that. Is it, now, is it in Ogden or is it in? Uh, no, West this is West Valley. This is West Valley. I believe it's the it's this week, the twenty third. So as you're listening on, on Thursday, and uh, just come out and support. Honestly, this is going to be a really good competition, and we got everybody's got to bring it. This is this is a damn good one. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm excited to be a part of it. Anything else? Uh, yes. Uh, movie night. Pub quiz. Movie yes. night. I was gonna say. So pub quiz. Come to pub quiz this week, uh, Thursday night. Lucky 13. I'd say get there around 7.30 if you want to get a seat. It's uh, uh, packed in there. But this week's prize, first place winner, gets six passes to Age of Ultron. Ooh. For the 27th. Ne- for the 27th uh, so next Monday. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, movie night. Movie yes. night. Uh, so I think we're going to go, is it Lee's choice for this one? Did he come yeah, this Lee, is Lee. Lee. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to basically do uh, well two ridiculously fucking wild ass movies. Fun as fuck. Both yeah. of them though. Uh, shoot them up. Starring Clive Owen. It's basically a live action uh, uh, Bugs Bunny cartoon mm-hmm. with guns. He even eats carrots throughout yeah. the whole thing. And he says, what's up, dog? Yep. Kills a person with a carrot. It's fucking good. And uh, and what Paul Giamatti's in there too, right? Doesn't he play the villain? Yeah, yeah. he's the pig vomits the bad guy. Yeah, he's, pig vom- <laughs> he's good at it. He'll always be pig vomit to me. I don't care. <laughs> and then uh, we're gonna team team that up with uh, Drive Angry mm. with uh, with Nicolas Cage. And one of the Fast rare Cars. good like one of the rare like Nick Cage films that you can watch anymore. That's true. <laughs> he he drives a car out of hell. That's right. To it's, avenge. And who's the bad guy in it? Somebody really good's the bad guy, too. It's been so... You know, it's funny, because this was actually one of my birthday <laughs> movies. Like, there's always one on your birthday week mm-hmm. for press screenings. And I took my mom to this one, and she was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's go, good, though. They're both ridiculous. Yeah. Right. And that's uh, that'll be uh, oh. the last Sunday of the month at Brewies. That date is the... 26th. 26th. So, uh, so 5 date. p.m. Oh, and I wanted to mention one more thing that Brewies is doing this week hurry uh they are showing zombievers even though it's on netflix and whatever they have zombievers there and apparently it's the most fun of people have had in a theater at Brewies. good in a very long time i'm gonna go see it this week go see zombievers apparently it's really fun to get drunk since, and make fun of it since movie night's on the 26th maybe we should uh bring some passes to age of ultron there maybe we should because that's the day before all right we'll do that that's one of the many ways also pay attention to our facebook and twitter uh, to learn how to win tickets this week uh really quickly here before we get back to the episode the twin sons moment 
It's the name of the episode. <laughs> Jesus. And once again, I apologize for fucking crying on another goddamn podcast. <laughs> I think I got emotional too. We all did. Yeah. I cried like a baby it's, again. I missed, it's, what it's, did I miss? It's brought to you by alcohol. Uh, yeah. I, I never, ever recommend other podcasts on this show. Rarely. But I have one. It's called The Dead Authors Podcast. And I just want you to listen to one episode. The premise being Paul F. Tompkins, the comedian. Oh, is super smart dude. is hg wells and yeah. he has a time machine and he goes back in time and he brings dead authors back from the past and has them on the show <laughs> it's all improvised right. this last episode is uh, comedian andy daly who is an excellent improviser as l ron hubbard nice. shut up that's all i'm saying it's First part of a two-part, it was one of the funniest fucking things I have heard in a very long time. Nice. I'll have to check that out. Because it's clear that Andy did his research on Elrond. <laughs> <laughs> I got, okay, I got, I right. got something for, for getting so emotional during this episode. Yes. I've got a treat for the listeners. Let's start the Ultron interviews at the end of this. The, the what? The Ultron interviews. Oh, the Age of Ultron interviews at the ends of this? Let's do a couple of them. Wow. Yeah. Which ones? Uh, let's do, let's start with Joss. We'll do Joss first. Start with Joss Whedon. Yeah, let's do Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon is on this show. Joss Whedon is at the end of this episode. And uh, since there's five of them, let's do two. Oh, what should we do? Should we give them Ultron? Should we give them Spader and god. Paul Bettany? Oh my god, I can't wait. Let's do that. All right, at the end of this episode, you will hear me talking with Joss Whedon, my dancing buddy, and uh, you'll hear some bestiality jokes. I'm I'm just <laughs> I'm just sad that you have to sit through all three of us, all four of us crying. But in that, a, that's why I say I was like, you know what? Small room. Let's start. Let's start it up. <laughs> god, and and get these people some good stuff of, of us not crying. I'm uh, sad I missed this, guys. I'm sorry. And then you'll uh, and then you'll get James Spader himself with Paul Bettany. Uh, that is the Vision and Ultron. All right, there what you have the it. Fuck happened. Okay, uh, let's let's uh, continue right after uh, uh, with this episode, and then at the end of the episode, all of that. Please to enjoy the fuck. Hey, Geek Show, Lee here. I'd like to invite you to Fresh Compassion Eatery, my tasty little corner of Salt Lake City. At Fresh, we focus on plant-based cuisine, but that doesn't mean you're getting a sawdust platter with a side of dehydrated kale flakes for lunch. Our passion is full-flavored dishes like our signature Fancy Boy Wrap, eggless egg salad, and the all-new Full Whitaker Nachos. We have a lot of fantastic heart-healthy salads, soups, and entrees that will fill you up without emptying out your wallet. Also, check out our full-service vegan coffee bar and our pastry case full of incredible goodies from Cakewalk Vegan Bakery. And you never know... I just might have the latest scoop on your favorite geek stuff. That's Fresh Compassionate Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201 in Salt Lake City. We're open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You can also call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277. Get all that info at FreshEats.com. And thanks, Geek Show, for helping make Fresh such an awesome reality. The Atomic Arcade. Danny, what's an arcade? Ah, 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday, downstairs from Cruiser's Bar, across the street from a bar named Sue. So glad that this place opened. Classic arcade games. Yeah, the old stand-up, the big ones, for play at classic prices. Free admission. No hassles with tickets. Chris, the uh, owner, he's a collector, and his wife said, you need to make room in my basement, get these games out of here. So, hey, what a great idea, and it works great with you geeks, I know. Uh, I'm going to be there quite a lot, actually, because these are the games I can actually play. 
Comic Arcade open seven days a week, open late, free play on Monday nights after 6 p.m. on select games. Uh, they have a Facebook page, the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive. And uh, go in and say hi to Chris. Tell him Geek Show says, hey, this is such a great idea, all of these classic games at classic prices. Great night out. There's so many restaurants and, and treat places all around there. 3939 Highland Drive, Atomic Arcade. And we're back. <laughs> All right. Sort of. Hope you enjoyed that broken news. Kind of. Uh, Wait. Huh? Broken news? Yeah. There was broken news. We do that during the commercial segment. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So first there's the, the first spot where I talk about, hey, don't you want to not be an asshole? And then go to broken news. That's a bold oh. slogan, by the way. I have to say <laughs> that's some, I know. pretty bold marketing, I, I think. I told the guy that did the, the spot. I was like, do you think that don't you want to not be an asshole is kind of... Kind of mean. <laughs> Toys R Us already took it. Don't yeah. be an asshole. Go to Frisch. I think it's yeah. pretty bold. I yeah. <laughs> it's it's right up there with put like, your money uh, in the ta- in bank, not in the. I bank was thinking. I was thinking. Um, hey, do you not want to get cancer? <laughs> Eat it fresh. <laughs> we tried. Hey, fun face. Come here. Hey, fun face. That didn't yeah. work. But it turns out people automatically transcribe that to fuck face. It's yeah. detested It's weird because I, re- I, I was like, yeah, fuck face. Do we want to make the automatically we're really fucking drunk apologies right now? No. No, uh, no you never do, Jimmy. You're like unapologetically, you don't care. You're right there. You're That's why I went on the fucking Ultron junket because I'm not right. apologetic. You're, you're balls in the face, Jimmy Martin. Eat my ass. Yeah, eat my anus. Anus? Ass, oh, that's anus. a bit much. I'm oh, sorry. See, uh, my ass. You need to express your anal glands. No, I don't. I rub down the carpet. <laughs> that's why he's rubbing his ass it's on the carpet. It's his carpet. This is my goddamn carpet. Yeah, so for those of you Listen. in your cubicle, you've got that mental image of Jimmy with his legs tucked up over his ears, dragging himself around your carpet. Listen, worse things have been dragged on this carpet. Right. Right. In here? Yeah. Like hooker bodies. <laughs> Look, all I'm going to ask is that you don't turn the lights off and have black lights. We won't bring I'm the so black lights. I'm so glad light. there's not a bed in this room. And don't bring Chris Hansen in here. It fucks everything up. Why don't you sit down? Why don't you sit down? So, Would you hey, like to sit down? Hey, bud. Why did you bring the uh, Alka hey, Pops? Why did you... Can uh, I say, honestly, no shit, one of my favorite memories of all time with Vice is at Sundance, uh, a friend of mine named Brooke, Brooke Garfield, uh, who lived in Atlanta, and apparently mm-hmm. she works at Deer Valley. She's like, yeah, I can I can get you a, a suite, like, you know, during Sundance. Like, mm-hmm. A couple of other girls are staying there, but you guys can sleep on the couches. And Vice, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. We don't care. You know, we're good. And so... I was not feeling well at all that night. Neither was Vice. And she's like, well, we're going to go to parties. And I was like... Chlamydia. It was. It was. <laughs> and AIDS. The clap. Um, and she goes, well, we're going to go to parties. You want to come? I go, no, we're going to hang out. So Vice and I watched a four-hour marathon of Get to Catch a Predator. <laughs> Why don't you sit down? Would you like to sit down? <laughs> so Hi. We're, we're on a, a adjacent couches, like, you know, sitting there, like, blankets <laughs> over us, pillow. And then it's pitch black. There's no fucking, like... Nothing. And then Vice would just immediately go, you said you wanted to show her her your penis. <laughs> that, and we just did it for like totally the fucking sun was coming up. Our old uh, our old producer, Zach Shutt, <laughs> used to do a phenomenal Chris Hansen he impression. He did a great Chris Hansen yeah. impression. Um, you mentioned I'm, your penis. I'm here to offer you sex. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, honestly... Jeff Weiss was the best person to watch shitty shit with. Right? No, no, and no. Like, I, I take it back because uh, Jeff talked me into watching Heroes and I've never forgiven him. Oh, yeah. That's true. Well, I was like, se- no, I promise after this episode it'll be good. I was Wait, like, have af- you seen the next episode? After season one? No, it was during season one. Season one was good. 
Season one was good, but we came back to town. We came to visit everybody, and Jeff came back to our hotel room to watch the first episode of Heroes. Mm. And his exact words were, I promise after this episode it'll be good. <laughs> I was like, I swear Jeff, to God. Jeff you, you haven't seen the next episode. You can't prove this. Are you guys scared? Are you guys scared of the heroes? Heroes were born? Yeah. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not watching it either, yeah. so it's kind of hard to be afraid I'm not, of it. I'm yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, gonna to wait and see. You know, you guys it's are bitches. The, you no. guys are bitches. I'm going to watch it all. No, <laughs> I, you're a fucking glutton for punishment. Here's the thing. I, it's, it's, it's the I know heroes there. This like, is the Highlander nah, 2 nah, of the nah, heroes nah, universe. Nah. <laughs> what's, what's fucked up is that, like, <laughs> honestly, like, there's so much shit on TV that I watch. And, like, if I, if I take a fucking night off, Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, oh, I, oh shit! Now I gotta watch this. This this remodel has completely screwed everything up. My 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 DVR is full of shit. Oh, what? You, oh, what? You, I mean, like, what? 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 You uh, how, what are you behind? Let me on? guess. Let me guess. Better Call Saul. I'm behind. Fantastic. On that, Flash. Which is fabulous. Flash? No, I'm, Flash? I'm purposely trying to keep up with Flash. Dude, Do it. Did you shit your pants? And what about, Shield. What about I Zombie? I'm behind I on that. Fucking love I Zombie. I have seen it. I I do and I don't. Because here's the thing. I look at her and I go, how the fuck is anybody taking her seriously? Because it's Seattle and she's goth. <laughs> right, exactly. There, there sure. were five, she there were five words. Seattle. But now it this... also, it, it screams fucking house. No. Yes, it does. It screams Rob Thomas. Get away there from were, me. There were five words. Now, this is out of chronology, guys. There have been three episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D. since we recorded this. Mm-hmm. But oh, there were, S.H.I.E.L.D.? There were, there I were can't five, believe I like that show now. There were five words... Five words that were muttered by Edward James Olmos. It might not have been him. I'm drunk. I don't care. The house that Banner built. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> bitches, I lost my shit. Because when, like, when my, Sky my, pulls that panel yeah, off, there's a giant. I was, like, I was like, that's the fucking Hulk's fist. Yeah. My, a, my, my, son, fist. my son, Kate Jr. She's, like, in the, she's in the retreat. My son's like, oh, you are mean you sure the that fucking place that Banner built? I was like. <laughs> Thank my, you. For- my kid's like, are you sure that wasn't Mr. Hyde? I'm like, no, it's Banner. That's Banner. <laughs> it's not fucking Mr. Hyde, dumbass. Well, Mr. Hyde, he's got he's got his anger issues. He's there. He's there. Banner's got his anger issues too. I think he does. But they're yeah. well documented. That's, that's where he found out that that's where he would go. Yeah, just in case. And play fucking Parcheesi by himself. I, I, I'm so curious what's beyond the wall because she touches it and nothing happens. But apparently he put his goddamn fist into it and nothing happened. So. Oh, because Let's those be walls, wall. son. Let me educate you here. You call me son? I did. I'm about. Fuck, to, I'm out. I'm sorry. No matter how blurry you are, I still feel this need to give you education. <laughs> That's true. Those walls are made of vibranium. So no matter. Oh, how, and they mentioned vibranium. Oh, they've done that before. They're, yeah, they're not fucking around. In in the first Avenger, they mentioned it. But those walls are made of vibranium. So no matter how whole, hard, fuck, the Hulk <laughs> punches them. It's just gonna vibrate it right back to him. Yeah. So he can't punch that's, his way that's out of why vibranium. He can't. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing I well, love. Fucking Banner built that shit. So, uh, uh. Well, because he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna Hulk out in this fucking well, cabin while I'm waiting to." Exactly. Banner yeah. built it, not the Hulk. Yeah, Banner, yeah. Banner, Banner, I, Banner. I, I would hate to tell you if the Hulk <laughs> built that cabin, it would look like three fucking twigs with a fucking Parcheesi thing. And maybe like a dead deer that he was like <laughs> that he liked that he was fucking on odd weekends. That's right. <laughs> Ew! Ew! Now, here's the thing. I okay. So this is the opposite of Marvel and DC TV shows. It's right? image. <laughs> so, I now, love that small so like, show on TNT. So like Marvel movies, like mm-hmm. Marvel TV shows, they're like, we're alluding. Hey guys, 
Hey guys. <laughs> hey guys. This is what's going to happen, right? Because they're like it's, totally it's, alluding to it's, it's, uh, Civil War. Well, yeah. They're totally like alluding to but it's, all that shit, right? But, it's but that's a, what's so brilliant about it. They're building up to the Civil War movie. I know. And they're building up to the Inhumans. <laughs> right? And like, I just want hey Vin guys. Diesel to walk in and, and say, like, I'm Black like, Bolt, and then everybody dies. And they're like, like, hey guys, hey guys. Fuck the X-Men. Because the Inhumans are the new fucking X-Men. Yeah. Right? I'd say they're building the Inhumans faster than Civil War. But the Civil War thing is, uh, Simmons has been building up yeah, the whole time. Yeah, Simmons yeah, Simmons yeah, wants yeah, Sky yeah. regulated. And she built her the fucking gloves. And if you read, like, New Warriors, Sky's got the silver gloves that she has to wear to, to or, I'm sorry, Daisy Johnson. Yes. Has hey. the silver. When, Quake, <laughs> when Quake's out there in the field, she has to wear those gloves so right. that she doesn't rip her arms up. Right. I'm and just like, I'm Simmons just like, built those for her. But Simmons and Commander Adama clearly want <laughs> full registration. Adama. I'm sorry. I don't care who he plays. He's right. still Commander it's like, Adama. It's it's Edward James almost is right. a fantastic actor. <laughs> he is. And I loved him in Zoot Suit. He was for fantastic. A, but for still. a pog-faced motherfucker. But here's the Imagine thing. that. <laughs> you know, his, his agent's like, it's too bad about the scarring on your face, Edward James almost. But He's I like, believe you're going to do really well in your 60s. That was some of Whedon's best care. fucking dialogue right there. What? Huh? Whedon's best dialogue right you there. drunk fucker. Oh, okay. Not, <laughs> fuck all you! Are you kidding me? No, you couldn't fuck all of us. I, was, I wasn't sure where you were here's going. The, with that. Here's the difference between Marvel and DC. Um, it ends at shared universe, right? The thing is, like, DC is like, we're just gonna embrace this shit. Don't give a fuck about the movies, right? We're just gonna do it. We're gonna have a gorilla. They could uh, speak his mind with his mind. Dude, I do admit when Gorilla Grodd killed Ian, uh, Clancy Brown, yeah. I, did, oh, I did scream. Oh, he didn't kill him because of his own thing. No, sorry, he did drag him back into the sewers. Not Grodd. But isn't it easier to say, this is the TV universe and this is the movie universe? I was just going to say that. Okay. Isn't it harder Here's to say, it's all connected? Carrie. Yes, it there is. is there is easy, mm-hmm. and then they're sticking that five-point landing. Yes. Let's stick the five-point landing. Let's say, I'm sorry, we're Marvel. We're going to go ahead and set up a fucking movie in our mm-hmm. TV show. We're going to go ahead and set exactly. up... Exactly. We're going to go ahead and set up the Superhero Registration Act on our TV show. See, I, and they are. And yeah. They, they're doing so great. I read an article in The Hollywood Reporter just before I got here. God, right. you're blurry right now. I know. I'm sorry, I didn't... <laughs> It's not you, it's just his vision. I'm you should have moisturized. I should have... Uh, a towel. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, the article was about uh, uh, DC versus Marvel and the movie universe and the TV universe and everything. And, and I forgot the point that I was about to make now. No, oh, think about it, think the, about it, think about it, think the, about it. No, the point, the point. Come on, Care Bear. Come on, Care Bear. I'm going to make this You got this. I'm going to make this point in the name of all the geeks out there. No! I'm I'm sorry, you guys. Those of you that are trying to say, "Oh, DC's doing better than Marvel," or "Marvel's doing better than DC," mm-hmm. you know what? Who no, fuck? we're all fucking winning. We right all now. win. We're well, all no. winning right uh, now. Like we. That's the argument that's easily to be made. As fucking nerds. Oh yeah. God. We are winning so fucking hard. The the article. Okay, the article was about how DC is beating Marvel to uh, diversity on TV. Uh, in both movies and television. DC well, yeah, beating got, Marvel? DC is beating Marvel to diversity well, because got, 
you're getting a Wonder Woman movie before you're getting a Captain Marvel movie. You're getting more more uh, ethnic characters quicker than you will be getting well, in the in the Marvel layout. To which I say, yes, that's true. Okay, I'll give them that. To How, a point. However, Marvel is really doing the harder job. I think they are right. You know, because well, no, well, Marvel, I I well, honestly believe Marvel is plowing the land of like uh, yeah. of of. Well, of on Earth, you know. Well, because, what I was to say, yeah. Marvel has built a business model, yeah. that everyone wants to do now. Because if and you're, whether it's yeah. whether it's got him, well, if you're looking at the DC lineup, they're all characters that people have heard of. Mm-hmm. The stuff that Marvel is bringing to the table is stuff that nobody has well, heard of. Let's be fucking and honest. They started with that. Well, yeah, with Iron Man, he was a fucking goddamn C-list. What? C-list character. C-list. I'm drunk. Shut up. We've been doing that. <laughs> He's a C-list character, and they fucking... I mean, we're celebrating, again, today, uh, Robert Downey Jr. turns 50 right. years old. Fucking time hop. It's like, hey. Hey. Hey, Robert Downey Jr. turns 50 years old. Like, hey, you like, like corn chips? Without like, that, no one would give a Carrie, shit. Carrie, like, five years ago, right, when they're like, our first... Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. That was ten years ago. It was a while ago. Eighteen. Yeah, it was more than no, five years like ago. we only do this shit for like six years, <laughs> five years, and like that time hop. That time hop app has got you all fucked right, up. But, but we're like, the first Marvel movie is going to be fucking Iron Man. Yeah, I was like, why That's not a Moon bullshit, Dragon? Right. I, I, and we were all like, well, really? Uh-huh. Again, what I, what again? I and then we saw Marvel. it, and we we're like, oh shit. Oh shit! Marvel, oh, Marvel shit. took two fucking dice mm-hmm. and they threw it the fucking wall. And they rolled natural criticals on mm-hmm. both, and it was fucking six and sixes. But I mean, here's 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 how confident I was in the Iron Man movie. I, mean, I can honestly say this: no, no pride involved. It was Mother's Day weekend when Iron Man one came out. I took my wife to see Speed Racer instead because I was oh. like, why in the f- uh, who? Who's going to give a shit about an Iron Man movie? Get out of my space. But let's look at what, I, what I'm proud of. What I'm proud of with what DC's doing. And count me in. I'm, I'm complete and total Marvel zombie. I love the Marvel movies. I love mm-hmm. Marvel comics. I have the Marvel comics app at home. I've been reading. By the way, if those of you want to have a really fun read right now, Warren Ellis's uh, uh, <laughs> Agents of Hate is a fantastic oh, comic very read. Good. Oh, my God. I, I love that. <laughs> it's so good. It's hysterical shit. Next wave. Um, Next wave. That's but but God. when but when so uh, when the captain on Flash, he's a gay character, and when he's talking about his his fiance, never once does anybody bat an eyelash. Never once does anybody say, mm-hmm. "Oh, oh, here's here's uh, here's the gay captain." No, there's never any indication that that's even abnormal. Mm-hmm. That was and then there's just, a was great a episode. Yeah. It's a time travel episode. But there's a great episode where he talks about his fiance getting a sweater, and then he gets. Uh, he he ends up in critical condition because of a terrible attack by the weather wizard, and his fiance <laughs> wants to go into the uh, wants to go into the ICU to visit him. And no one, never once, is there a, a moment of oh, let's take care of the gay character. It's Look, let's take he's care so of this gay. Let's <laughs> take Look care of that gay guy. It's his fiance really wants to go in and visit him, and never once is that treated with anything other than. Yeah, that's fucking natural. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to give DC a point on that mm-hmm. because they're actually treating. Uh, the world as I think it should be treated. Uh, life as life? Life as life. So, okay, all right, the Captain of the Flash is gay. All right, he's got a fiancé. So fucking what? That guy, let's not treat him any differently than we treat anybody else. It's not a fucking freak show, people. It's real life. So 
I'm going to give him a point on that. All right. Oh. Let's review some movies oh, or, or release some DVDs. These last three episodes have been and then in I'm, fucking tense. And then I pro- Unleash the DVDs! I promised you the Captain America quote, and we'll end on that. Okay. Uh, well, it's going to be a long walk home. It's weird that you said that because it's kind of the next one. It's like a 60, what is it, a 60 hobo walk? It's a 60 hobo walk. I'm sorry. I love Liam Neeson. I do. And the first Taken film was fantastic. Do ya? The second one was like, fuck you. Yeah, talk And the third one was like, fuck you. Because like, I'm sorry, you got got accused of your wife's murder. And then like, LAPD is like, oh, well, we need to arrest you. Yeah, I don't want to be arrested. Yeah, I'm going to kill you all. Yeah. He murders fucking LAPD officers. I'm sorry, but that's not acceptable. <laughs> He's an asshole. So yeah. they're, they're okay. Sorry. Who's okay? The, the, they're stuntmen. They're okay. No, they're actors. not. In the storyline of taking he's not okay. You can't right. you can't throw a fucking cop out of his car on the highway. Okay. All right. <laughs> sorry. Love you, Jimmy. I won't do it again. Ah! Okay. All right. Uh, cake is available now. That what? is Jennifer Aniston saying, "Why didn't you?" Uh, her voice is very lower when I say it. It is. But, it's very uh, sexy, actually. Well, why? Why don't? Why did I get an Oscar nomination? <laughs> and you're like, and you go, because it's not that good. <laughs> Although you you have turned me around on my uh, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I God, love she's so hot. Jennifer Aniston. She's so See, hot. I never thought anything about her when I, I never oh, watched Friends. Shit. I never thought anything about oh, her. Oh, I loved her on Friends because she always had rock tit. But lately, yes. <laughs> like always. She always had but rock tit on That's Friends. only because David Letterman had the air conditioning really low in there. Once, <laughs> once Jimmy said, I met her, she was cool. Yeah. I started re-examining Jennifer oh, Aniston. she's so hot. And it, she's amazing. Yes. It's when she, uh, not even during my interview, because she made some curse during my interview. I can't remember, but. Uh, a friend of mine had a necklace, and she goes, oh, it looks like you have a cock around your neck. And I go, I love her now. <laughs> she is she is my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that's, you know, after Jennifer sent, like, like, office space and shit like that, like, she became cooler. So, there you go. But she didn't deserve a fucking Oscar nomination for no, cake. No, Sorry. Um who did deserve an Oscar nomination back in uh, the 90s, uh, Biodome is now out. What? <laughs> Which Baldwin do you think should get that in person? Uh, that Steven. Nom- Steven. Nomination for Steven Baldwin. The born again Christian Steven. Best supporting actor. Wait a minute. So, so Biodome. Luppy Baldwin. Luppy Baldwin should have gotten I, When I was left behind during the rapture, I got an Oscar nomination. So wait, it's on Blu-ray? It's on Blu-ray. Okay. Do we Biodome. really need that in high def? I, you do. Well, that's what Blu-ray means. Do you need the weasel in high def? The weasel. Look, Jenna. Look at your carreta. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let me just enjoy my Polly Shore. He's fantastic. Eh, terrible. All right. Anyway. Uh, Ghoulies and Ghoulies 2. Those are good movies. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Ghoulies is the only movie I've ever walked out of. Uh-uh. You walked but out? No, besides... Um, Boxing Helena. Boxing Helena. Oh, I yeah. hope that was, was a blow mass- job waiting for you outside. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Boxing Helena was not only not only did we walk out of it. There was a parting of a Red Sea at one point. We we hey, led. There the, was an exodus. Go, we led play. the exodus. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Ghoulies was a piece of shit. Sorry, I mistook it for Night of the Creeps. My grandfather made Ghoulies too. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Your grandfather was a Nazi. 
Well, you know what? Some people like art and some people don't. So here we go. Uh, <laughs> all right. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, by all means, this is magic. <laughs> power, power through. Come on. Well, there is the greatest duo, the duo of all time Blu-rays. Breaking and Breaking 2 yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Oh, shit. If you have not seen Electric... Like breaking the search for Curly's gold, yes. No, electric Boogaloo, <laughs> where fucking Boogaloo Shrimp does that fucking dance with the shit. Personally, I think out of all the breakdance movies from the early '90s, I think Rooftops is the one that no one remembers because yeah. that no guy had a hand painted trench coat. What? And he it was it was kind of the art film of he did some break dance. It was movies. an art house breakdance movie. I've got the soundtrack to break in and break it to on my fucking iPod. He also has the soundtrack to Hand Wizard of Space and Time. Hand it over. It's not here. Oh, okay. It's not on his iPhone. It's on ain't his other no iPhone. Stopping. There ain't no stopping. <laughs> All right. Hey, how about Joe Carnahan? Oh, I was gonna watch it for that three minutes. minutes. How through. about Joe Carnahan's remake of Last Starfighter? Just, no. Just keep going. Just yep. There's uh, nothing to see here. That's no, fine. <laughs> uh, Firewalker. Are we are we driving through the Navajo handbook section of New Mexico? Exactly. This okay. is the Valley of Fire. We're trying to get through it. <laughs> Firewalker is now out on Blu-ray with Chuck Norris and Lou Gossett. Okay. Oh, that's Lou Gossett good. or Lou Gossett Jr. This is like, like some good acting. Yeah. You know, I mean, they were like, hey. Is this Do you have mind? the two greatest actors of all time? Like, no, we have the 34. <laughs> <laughs> It's like and uh, he's like, hey, my jeans uh, stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some Chuck Norris action slacks on. I will say though that I am very excited for the blue release. Blue release. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Make me. Of Escape from New York. <gasps> oh, 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 now we're talking. Now we, now we all look like it's yeah, a fucking. Now it's, now it's, oh, look at that dessert that fucking Martha Stewart made. It's, oh, she's it's delicious. Su- it suddenly got sacred in here. What? Now, that's Erdos Borgnine's greatest performance ever since Birdman of Alcatraz. Hey, Snake. Hey, Snake. Hey, I'm a carry. Snake, I'm going to drive this car. I'm driving this car. Jimmy. I, I think John Carpenter is one of the greatest directors of all time. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can say no all you want. Fuck you. What are you talking I'm about? Sorry, the illusionist was crap. What? I'm sorry, it was crap. What was crap? The the movie that I just mentioned. <laughs> the what il- fucking movie? The illusionist. Uh, the magician. The magician. Uh, what was the movie with Scott Bakula? Scott Dracula. Scott Dracula. What are you talking about? It was horrible. Oh, and and vampires <laughs> was terrible too because the only good line in that movie was "You rope smoking fashion victim." Okay, that was like twenty years after he'd been directing things. Right, obviously. There are directors who have directed for 20, Guys. 30 years without becoming hacks. Oh, like so Carpenter's a hack? He's a hack. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jimmy, Jimmy, there's only one way this is going to be resolved. Get away from me! There's only one way this is going to be resolved. <laughs> Jimmy. One man enter, two men enter, one man leaves. Hand, hand me the Captain America thing. Two. Oh, oh, yeah. Jimmy. And, and we're going to end on this. Jimmy. Because I promise. No, we're going to end on me killing Lee. No, Jimmy. No. Two men enter, one man leaves. We're doing Thunderdome. <laughs> Get away from me. I need to find a way to suspend some rubber harnesses from this meth lab of yours. <laughs> that is bullshit. I All don't right. know. This looks like a meth lab. I promised you the inspirational quote from Captain America. This is from Civil War. Wherever there's a man trying to make a living, I'll be there. It's... it's <laughs> no, it's... 
It's better than that. That's the I'm worst sorry. Red Lobster quote I've no, ever heard. No, I was doing Tom Joad from Grapes of Wrath, you fuck. No, it's better than Grapes of Wrath. Nothing is better than Grapes of Wrath. No, this is. Listen. Okay, it's, is ready? it Captain America? It's Captain America. He's a socialist. This. Yeah. <laughs> and you say that like it's a bad thing. I love socialism. I know. Wave that flag. You ready? Yeah. I am. You ready to end this, Shannon? I am. Okay. Can we hold each other? You thought of it? Doesn't matter what the press says. Doesn't matter what the politicians or the mob say. Doesn't matter if the whole of the country decides that something wrong is something right. This nation was founded on the one principle above all else. The requirement that we stand up for what we believe, no matter what the odds or consequences. When the mob and the press or the whole world tell you to move, your job is to plant yourself like a tree beside the river of truth and tell the whole world, no, you move. Better than Grapes of Wrath. Boom. Better than Grapes of Wrath? Yes. Was, was the writer of that almost lynched by a, <laughs> a mob in 1939? You don't know. You don't know if he wasn't or not. Was Ed Brubaker almost lynched? because he, He's had troubles. He has, yeah. He has. It's called Stan Lee. <laughs> I was trying to find the lyrics to What a Beautiful World, but I can't because I'm too fucking drunk I see, and my thumbs uh, are the size of foreheads. What a Beautiful World? I, I see, see skies of green. Skies of blue and seas of green. Seas of green. Uh, you know the, the best version of that one is Joey Ramone's version of it. No. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, no, Louis Armstrong's the best. I like Louis. Or, Trust me. No, Louis or was, I don't want to grow was up. A... Goddamn, the, the Ramones version <laughs> of everything is the best. I, I'm sorry, Sheila, Sheena's a punk rocker was not the best version of that song. <laughs> yeah, it was Louis Armstrong's. Louis Armstrong. Sheena is a punk rocker. Sheena is. <laughs> A punk rocker, Gina is a punk rocker now. This is stupid. Finish. Hey guys, put a bullet um, in this thing, Mister B. Appreciate your ham while you have it, cause it might be gone tomorrow. Do you know how hard it was for your ham to get here in the first place? <laughs> do, you know, do you know how many gallons of water your ham had to consume? <laughs> you know what, do, you know, do you know how improbably hard it was for your ham to find its way to where it was supposed exactly. to be? Exactly. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> okay, we're done. It's very nice to meet both of you. Thank you. When I, I saw you both in Hall H down at Comic Con. So. Oh my God, madness! <laughs> and I was wow. gonna say, is the fandom still kind of uh, putting you in awestruck? Kind of the way people react to these films. That was a crazy day. That was, well, yeah, it was. Wasn't <laughs> it? I, I I'd been to Comic Con about four other times, and that was a, a, a different level of <laughs> craziness. I mean, I'd never seen anything like it. You know, I've been in a couple of hurricanes, and <laughs> the sound. Just of the hurricane as it's because I've been in a couple of hurricanes where you're on where I was right on the water and the sound of a hurricane coming across the water was very much what it was like in that hall. Yeah, I mean it's just this rumble of it. What what you're feeling is is an enormous force of energy. Sure, coming towards you. Yeah, it was really it was uh, (laughs) it was shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least in the trailers, we don't get to see a lot of the, I'd say the, the quippiness of Ultron and kind of his line delivery. 
but in the film we get a lot more of that. Is that was that a combination of Joss and you together or Joss said that's why he wanted to hire me. Yeah. Yeah, he said he he said I I've got a strange thing and that this character that's you know an artificial artificial intelligence and ultimately a robot. He said I first of all I want to be able to humanize him, but he said I really want a character that can be very irreverent and 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 funny and sometimes childish. <laughs> oftentimes childish, <laughs> but also be able to retain a certain amount of gravitas. Sure. And and so I knew, and then he had sent me a couple of scenes to look at and, and so on to get a sense of just what the character was going to be. So I knew that that humor was going to be key to this guy. Sure. Um, and I think that also takes it away from the sort of robot is just raging. Yeah, yeah. gives a little bit more personality. Uh, yeah. For for you, you've pretty much been with this fr- you know franchise Marvel itself since the beginning. Did, mm. you, did you see it kind of going down this road, or you know, <laughs> I mean, was how long ago did you find out that you'd go from a voice and a helmet? Oh, to I a... found that out about three years ago. Okay. Um, and have kept it secret ever since. <laughs> and it's great to finally um, be in it and be working with these people that I've supposedly worked with kind for of, 10 yeah. years but hadn't ever met sure. and, um, and 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 that's been that's been fun the the downside is now i have to work yeah. for my for my living <laughs> whereas before i could literally phone it in sure. there's a, a big part of the film that's about who's worthy enough to pick up thor's hammer uh, who living today do you think is worthy enough to pick up that hammer god living today <laughs> all of my heroes are dead <laughs> you can pick a dead one if you want. <laughs> I'm not sure that I know enough about Thor to really know why <laughs> he's, he's that worthy. Why he's that worthy? Yeah. And I must tell you, I mean, I look at this world through the prism through Ultron's prism, mm-hmm. and so I'm not so sure I'm the right person to ask sure. about that because <laughs> any of their any of the Avengers' worthiness is in yeah. question in terms of Ultron. Sure. What's your go-to karaoke song? I have n- can. I'm happy to say I have never once participated in karaoke. Really? Shocking. <laughs> I don't karaoke either. Really? <laughs> no, but I, but I uh, play uh, guitar and my kids play um, guitars and we have a whole band room, so we don't. I have no need for karaoke. <laughs> yeah. I have, cool. I have an entire band that I've joined. Cool. All right. It's nice to meet both of you. Very nice to see you again. Good to see you. Uh, we have a fun history of dancing together. And we do. <laughs> Romantically under the moonlight. That's fine with me. That's fine with me. I'm okay with it. Uh, fantastic film, by the way. I mean, you. you are killing this franchise amazingly. And, you know, I, I will say I'm a little sad to hear that you're not going to be doing Infinity War. Uh, I love the Russo brothers, though. I love them, too. I'm a little sad. Yeah. Every time I read they're doing it, I'm like, well, fine. But I just, uh, I can't do this again. <laughs> Is it killing you? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Only physically. Yeah. Um, yeah, now this was, this was incredibly hard. Hopefully people don't see... Uh, too much sweat on the screen, but yeah. this this one was really really tough to pull off, and and uh, I just feel, I feel like uh, you know I can't I can't spend the next four years of my life trying to maintain that level. Yeah, uh, with all of these characters, sure. there's going to be so many of them. <laughs> exactly. Uh, in your opinion, what what makes a really good second chapter of a trilogy? Um, First of all, is is not thinking of it as a trilogy. Yeah, is saying um, the second 
it's it, it's its own movie, um, having you know reason to come at it. It's not to bridge to the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some you know trilogies and some series have made the mistake of actually putting out a film that's just a tee up for something else. Yeah. I had something I wanted to say with and through Ultron, and um, and I wanted to make you know my sequel. You know when I I think of. I think of Godfather Two. I don't think of Godfather Three. When I think yeah. of Empire Strikes Back, I don't even think of Return of the Jedi. Sure. You know, it's it's. Uh, I wanted to find something that paid off the things that people love, but also went to a sort of darker, stranger place, and and was a statement in itself. And I'm excited about the third one. God knows, I'll be I'll be first in line. Yeah, exactly. But um, and I think the Russo brothers will kill it. Sure. But, um, uh, if it doesn't kill them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Uh, through the, your journey through here, like, were there any characters like that you wanted to throw in there from Marvel that Marvel's like, oh, I don't know, like I don't know if you want to see Lockjaw or Dazzler. Uh, <laughs> the Lockjaw Dazzler scene was so good <laughs> and so romantic, and and really illegal, I think. Actually, <laughs> um, uh, no, you know, I mean, I there was a bit of doubt about. Uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, and uh, you know, I'm happy to say that Lizzie and Aaron dispelled all of doubts. Yeah. Um, you know, I got four new characters in there that I felt strongly the narrative needed. That's plenty. Yeah. I didn't need any more. <laughs> yeah, the, the movie deals a lot with who's worthy enough to pick up Thor's hammer. Kind of jokes with that a lot. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, uh, who's living nowadays that's worthy enough to pick up that hammer? I think Malala Yousafzai might actually uh, <laughs> hoist that thing. Yeah, that uh, comes to mind. <laughs> there you go. Another thing we've done together, we sing karaoke. And uh, what is your go-to karaoke song? Well, <laughs> it was Desperado, but time's taking a toll. Can't hit those Henley notes no more. And then uh, last, just because it, it premiered last night, I just want to get your opinion if you had any uh, take on Daredevil yet. Because I, I stayed up till 3 in the morning watching some. Yeah, that's fine for you. I had to do a press junket today. <laughs> And I go like, I can't believe they put it out today. Right. Because I was talking to Drew Goddard about it yesterday. And he's like, I'm really anxious for you to see the... I'm like, shut up! <laughs> I hate you. I get to watch it on Sunday. Watch it on Sunday? All right. Well, cool. I'll be looking for your opinion. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks, man. Good seeing you again. Good to see you. Yeah.